The latest God of War Ragnarok gameplay details show a lot of promise. Many concerned that God of War gameplay would be very similar to the previous title, but Game Informer's got some great details about the God of War Ragnarok combat as well as things you'll be able to do. Just a glimpse into what's forthcoming from their cover story. If you like these videos, be sure to hit subscribe, the bell button, the like button. They are live streams, but I try to put all the information right here at the beginning. I'll be ending our previous stream. Uh, we debated the Starfield story details being philosophical and, and the size of the game. So I'm going to end that stream and bring those people over. If you want to see that VOD, that is available. Uh, We do a couple of live streams a day, and we try to cover a variety of topics. And I think that the, uh, the God of War Ragnarok gameplay details that we got from this interview, I thought were substance of enough to do a show about. So I'm going to put it right here at the beginning in the form of an update for you. That way you don't have to go searching for it in the long stream. This is a Reforge update. God of War new combat details have emerged from a Game Informer article. Their cover story is forthcoming, but these details are good enough to warrant a video. If you like these quick updates, hit subscribe and the bell button, and always remember to head over to Reforge Gaming, where I stream live. The lead designer has made statements about the game. Actually, two lead designers have made statements about the game. There's new details about weapons, the systems, and the shield. I'm going to put all of it in the video, so make sure you watch the whole thing. GameInformer.com had the following to say. Lead combat designers Mir Sheth and Denny Ye have over 17 years of God of War experience shared between them and both played prominent roles in the previous game's success. The series' current direction is inspired by an old studio motto, playing with your food. So, what did they have to say? That's an internal philosophy that we've had since back in the day. Kratos plays with his food. We try to create systems you want to engage with that are fun, very playful, lots of different routes. And when we looked at the combat in the last game, we were like, we can push this further. We can find new toys and ways of playing with enemies and strategies. That's been the guiding principle more than anything else. So they're giving you an idea here that they wanted to expand and give you more things to do, and they outline that in the following details. First, there will be verticality in the fight, something not really present in the previous game. For seven minutes, I follow Kratos and Atreus across an enclosed arena chock full of explosive pots, advantageous high ground, wooden platforms, and bipedal lizards called Grimms. In one fluid motion, Kratos latches onto a ridge with his blades of chaos, climbs the structure, stomps on a health stone for extra flare, and launches the remaining creatures into the sky. So one of the foundational changes you're going to see in the combat is the design of the arenas. It's not going to feel like a flat, almost fighting ring. There will be verticality. Enemies, sometimes in vertical locations in the previous game, you just kind of had to throw your axe at them. In some of these locations, you're going to be able to go up there, and it may afford you advantages, or in this case, healing. There will also be changes to the triangle button. If you remember in the previous game, when you would press the triangle button, it would bring the axe back to you, or it would switch weapons. The battle axe and the chain blades increase maneuverability and power, but a misleadingly small-scale change to the triangle button makes all the difference. So this is a small change, but it's actually pretty huge. What do they say? 
In the last game, if you press triangle, you recalled the axe. If you already had the axe, nothing happened. If you had Blades of Chaos and you pressed triangle, you went back to the axe. We looked at that concept and we wondered, what if you could do something a little bit different with this button? A whole new suite of moves. Very important phrasing. A whole new suite of moves. For those people saying this just looks like a DLC, this information is very telling. What does the triangle do now? The triangle attacks are officially called weapon signature moves, depending on whether you have the Leviathan Axe or Blades of Chaos readied. Kratos can infuse the sharpened steel with ice or fire. These elemental move moves called Frost, Awaken, and Whiplash do extra damage by freezing or incinerating aggressors. So they're giving you foundational elemental options with the weapons that more than likely will play a role with enemy weaknesses, maybe even freezing something and then hitting it with fire or hitting with fire than freezing that remains to be seen beyond the axe and the chaos blades you also have two new shields and that's not just the beginning there's more than just these two new shields they talked about the dauntless and the stonewall shields the dauntless shield is all about twitch reactions by parrying at the last possible moment kratos shield will glow a menacing red signaling the player can unleash a devastating smash that tosses and stuns enemies so now you are rewarded with some power and combat when you have combat efficiency it's rewarded with a shield that can actually do uh, a stun the more you know you charge it up there's also the stonewall shield this is for tank lovers that prefer slower paced bouts kratos can parry when equipped with the stonewall so keeping it raised is crucial to surviving barrages the more hits the stonewall shield takes the more kinetic energy it absorbs and once it's fully charged players can bang the shield into the ground emitting a screen wide pulse knocking anything foolish enough to approach off of its feet So there's these two shields, we're getting some gameplay details about, but there's more shields as well. All of that protection comes at a cost. The Stonewall shield becomes increasingly unstable as it takes damage, opening Kratos up to otherwise ineffective block-breaking blitzes. And, yeah, one of the designers says, Kratos will have access to other powerful shields, but wanted players to not bite off more than they could chew. Maybe don't play with your food, because there will be food that can eat you pretty easily. So there's going to be trade-offs when you're using these shields and trying to wield their power. Now, they close with a word about difficulty. Both designers confirm enemy aggression and lethality would be heightened on harder difficulties, but players still need to keep their wits about them regardless of selected settings. Old locations are periodically repopulated with more powerful fauna, and optional territories could be tough without a stronger crew. Yeah, mentions that fans of Realm Tears will get a comparable sense of gratification from besting some of Ragnarok's formidable side content so there is mention there of old locations that people are probably going to zero in on and talk about recycled content i don't find that to be all that concerning i'm sure there'll be more details about the size and scope of the game as well as combat and changes in the forthcoming sony showcase where ragnarok will probably take up a good portion of the time let me know what you think in the comments below head over to reforge gaming where i stream live pretty much every day of the week and as always hit subscribe and the bell button and i'll see you in the next video And I'll see you guys right now. Let's, this is good. This is good stuff, man.
I was so excited when I started reading these details. I was like, holy cow. I was like, they are doing a lot with the combat. I think I got the most excited when I saw that they were doing uh, the, the thing with the shields. Because I really, really like the idea of having now more custom build options. You can have different shields that offer different benefits, which obviously then influences your play style and changes the way that you play the game. I really, really like that. I think that's a great, great position uh, to take the game into because so much of what they do in this game is centered around the combat. One second. When they said old areas, I thought they meant places you retread. Oh, I assumed they meant like old areas as in like we're going back to old areas. Old locations are periodically repopulated with more powerful fauna. Oh, you might be right when it says repopulated. Eugene says Elden Ring is in trouble for game of the year. So when you read this information, Eugene, guys, what do you think of what Eugene's saying here? When you read this information, you think they're they're gunning for game of the year. This combat system is going to be bonkers awesome. That's what that's what Eugene is saying. I'm laughing at people who are just calling it a DLC. I continued to say that I was pretty confident with what they had already built. They were really going to be able to deepen these combat systems. They were they were going to be able to do it. I was very very confident. Yo, it's good solid snake. Of course, no question. Oh, no, Hayden thinks Elden Ring will win no question. Combat verticality sounds like a nice change. I agree. I agree. I hope you guys like that breakdown. Like I literally changed gears this morning. I was like, "We we need to change gears here." Like this 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 thing this thing is so good. This is good info. We were going to cover the Assassin's Creed game leak, but I was like, no way. Papa Kratos is calling. Elden Ring is in zero trouble for game of the year until the 11th of November. What do you... <laughs> the one thing I want fixed is the camera. What didn't you like about the camera, Lewis? I thought the camera was fine. It did feel a little stiff at times. Sometimes I wonder if that's because you had these like little arenas that you're fighting and it just gets a little cramped. Guys, it is a new stream. So if you came over from the first stream, help me out. This is a brand new video. So I need a whole bunch of new likes. So smash the like button. It's free. Get it out of the way now. The stream just started. Make sure you're on live chat. Smash that like button for me. What was wrong with the camera? Yeah, I'm interested to know what he means. Could I get an FOV slider? Maybe that's what he means because the FOV is a little zoomed in. Just a little bit. I believe you promised some booty spanking. I'm here to collect. I demand to see booty spanked. Yeah, I, like anybody claiming this game is DLC, I hope you're starting to sense the fragility of that position. I hope those haters are starting to sense like, oh my gosh, this game's going to be a whole lot bigger than I anticipated. Just this little bit of combat info, I'm thinking, oh yeah, Ragnarok is coming. It's going to be big. Just pull the cam out a bit. Enemies attacking from behind are so annoying. I 100% agree with what Lewis is saying. I think my biggest and probably the singular most frustrating thing in God of War is the camera being zoomed in and getting hit from out of frame. You could zoom that FOV out a little bit and it would make a massive, massive difference. It wouldn't, you don't need to fundamentally change combat. You don't. I think it's okay to have like, you know, projectiles coming in and warnings from Atreus and things like that. 
but my gosh, that camera sometimes feels like you're literally perched on Kratos' shoulder. You're like, can we zoom out just a teeny bit here? This seems a tad uh, annoying to feel this zoomed in. If you're new and you've never been here before, you need to hit subscribe if you want to talk in my chat. Subscribing is free, and you can instantly talk to weigh in. Elden Ring Defense Force is massive. It's a multi-plat people wish list. Uh, people will crap on this game because it's exclusive. Exclusive titles have won Game of the Year before, though. A four or five paragraph article, and it's highlighting massive changes to one aspect of a masterpiece. Wait until, wait until we see what else that they have done. I agree with you, Gene. I agree with you. I think they're trotting this out very slowly. Very slowly. I do think some of their silence has been frustrating, but I think we're going to start to see why. They're masterfully, like, trickling out the info to just keep everybody waiting with bated breath. I just got stung by a bee at work. Uh, I had to file an accident report. <laughs> What's worse, filling it out or having that like on your permanent record? Yes, it uh, it says here, Charles, model employee. Uh, what's this? August the 31st, you were stung by a bee. Are you okay? <laughs> it's like on your permanent record. Like every time they do your annual review, they bring it up just to be a jerk. <laughs> Have you recovered from the bee sting? <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's perfect. Tattoos with 13 months. That's a nice membership milestone. Thanks for renewing your membership. My wife's making me use this to tell you that you make a pump- You should make a pumpkin spice roast. Oh, tell her to buy the light roast and then use pumpkin spice creamer. It's this. It, it'll 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 be perfect. Tell her to do that. All right. That that that's the way to do it. The first God of War 2018 won Game of the Year, so that doesn't matter at all. Yeah, and it beat out it beat out really big multi-plat titles. Like, didn't it beat Red Dead Redemption 2? Pretty big, pretty celebrated multi-plat title. You know? I the, the fact that God of War 2018 beat Red Dead Redemption 2, I told you guys earlier this year, I said Ragnarok could totally steal this from Elden Ring. Just the last minute, end of the year. Elden Ring's going down the field all there on their own for the touchdown. And oh no, what is going on? God of War Ragnarok from the stands with the chair takes the ball and runs it all the way back. It could happen. It could totally happen. Elden Ring, it's, it's, it's prime for game of the year. But Ragnarok is not playing around. It isn't. You could easily have a God of War Ragnarok Game of the Year winner just staying completely out of the light. No one really knows much about it. We just got a a five-paragraph glimpse into foundational changes to the game. And I'm thinking, oof, there's big things here. They outlined two shields that will change the nature of combat, and there are way, there are more shields than just those two. This is this 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 is big. This is worrisome. I'm not trying to hype things up. I'm not. I just really think we're already getting a glimpse at just how big this game is going to be. 
Why should a game have to be multi-plat in order to be considered much uh, less win game of the year? What difference does it have to do on the game itself? Graydon, there is an element of consumer response and game review response that plays a part, and sometimes exclusives get a little bit of a stiff arm. I don't think Ragnarok is going to experience that at all. I think everybody's going to want a piece of Papa Kratos. Kratos. Everybody's going to want a piece of Papa Kratos. No doubt in my mind. Look at this cover art for Game Informer. Just look at it. It's freaking beautiful, and they want a piece. And Game Informer is masterfully going to trickle out the information. This isn't even their cover story, by the way. This isn't their cover story. Track with me here. I'm not trying to get you hyped up, but Game Informer lands a cover story interview for Ragnarok and they just gave you five paragraphs of significant combat changes. What do you think's in the in the cover story? They have they just gave you like a, a, a an appetizer. Here you, here you go. That's not even the cover story. The cover story's over here. What do you think's in the cover story? What they just gave us is huge. Like, four small details about verticality, the weapons, the triangle button, and the shields. And... (laughs) And they just gave us to that. They they just gave us that. Like, yeah, we don't even need this in the cover story. The cover story is so stout and so massive. Here you go. Here you go. You don't need to hype me up. I got a massive last night reading the article. (laughs) I know, Eugene, I woke up this morning and I was like, God, frick, <laughs> I gotta type up a new show. We gotta, we gotta switch to Ragnarok. I couldn't, I didn't want to start with it. I didn't want to start with it. I want to see how, how it fared as the second show of the day. If you're just tuning in, the God of War Ragnarok news about combat is pretty significant. There was a Game Informer article. I pulled out the four big pieces. There'll be verticality in the fights. You'll be able to go up to different locations in the middle of fights with the chain blades, the chaos blades. There will be new functions to the triangle button. You can infuse your weapons with frost or fire. Uh, there is... Also, shields, you can use the shields for different things. And then I'm forgetting one. I'm forgetting one. We walked through all of them. Uh, more shields. Oh, oh, oh. There's not just the two new shields. There's more shields. So shields are going to be a major part of your combat now. You're going to literally use a different shield to do something different. Like the more it blocks, the more it can do. If you're here for the first time or you're a returning viewer, go through those rituals of smacking that like button. Let's get 200 likes really, really fast. Dan's Atastic just gifted memberships. So click allow gifts or... Click the join button and then the three dots at the top and go into your gifted member options and turn it on. If it's already on, turn it off, save it, and turn it back on again if you want to claim these gifted memberships from Dan's Atastic. If God of War wins Game of the Year over Elden Ring, it'll be because it's new and everyone is already getting bored with Elden Ring. We talked about that playing a significant aspect. Is That's called recency bias. Yo, Jame or Jamie, MK Man Gaming, Corey... Troy and Marius, you guys all got gifted memberships. All five already gone. Abe's going to gift some memberships. Let's get a gifted membership train going. If we hit 1,500 members before Friday, my wife and I will play genital jousting on Friday night, and she will hate it. She'll be so grumpy and so mad at me for doing this as a goal. Please help me hit 1,500 members before Friday. Just keep going crazy with gifteds. 
We only need... She's coming in the room. Let's change the subject. So God of War Ragnarok news is heating up. There's so much going on with God of War Ragnarok. There's combat. Why are you doing... No, that's dirty now. Just leave it. Just leave it. That's that's dirty. That's no man's land. She dropped an apple on this little area of the... No. Gross. So, yeah. The... uh, the, ar- the, the argument has been that God of War Ragnarok's a DLC, Mama, and they're saying now that the... Yeah, with the... No, no, no. That's the name of the game. Genital Jousting is a, is a video game. It's a video game. Listen, babe, you gotta read the details in the contract. That's, that's one of the most important things. Yo... Abe's gifted memberships are getting claimed. Sweat grabbed one. McDiesel grabbed one. There's three more left to grab. Guys, you might have to toggle your gifting options off and back on again. There they go. Russell Stewart. I love seeing names I recognize get a membership. Michael Willis and Nier uh, Gestalt. There it is. All five taken. We need more gifted members. If you if you if you want to see my wife and I banter and play that game on Friday night, let's get some more members going. Dan Zatastic is gonna give five more. Let's go. While we're waiting for those gifted memberships to get claimed. She, she's so mad. Keep it going. Listen, listen. I bet you I beat you in the game. I'm sure you do. I'm equipped with the with I'm equipped with the tools to know how to play this game already. So Abe gifted five more members. <laughs> We gotta stay on subject. You guys are amazing. Ten more gifted memberships from Von Raz. She's so mad. She's so angry. Keep going. No, I no, I'm hungry. Please leave the gift alone. I've not been drinking it. No, I'm not putting it. Screwball, yeah, the screwball liquor. Yeah, we do need that for Friday. Guys, make sure and claim those gifts. Either toggle your gifted off and back on again or toggle it on for the first time so you can claim those gifted memberships. There's 20 unclaimed right now. Let's give a recap for those who might have just tuned in. They're like, what in the world's going on? The God of War Ragnarok news. We got four significant pieces of news about combat with respect to verticality in the fights, using the Chaos Blades to get up to high locations in the middle of a fight. You may have remembered from God of War 2018, the elevated enemies you just had to kind of throw your axe at or tell tell Atreus to shoot them. There will also be the ability to infuse your items with frost or fire in the fight in the middle of combat by using the triangle button. They outlined two shields, the the Dauntless uh, shield, I believe it was called, and the Stonewell shield, the Dauntless and the Stonewell. They both do completely different things in combat. The more you block, the more you parry, the more power they have to stun or knock the enemies down. Not only are those two new shields outlined, there are other shields you can find in the world so build customization is getting a huge uptick this is just a trickle out of information there will be a game informer front cover story very soon and the gifteds are getting grabbed dan's atastics went to tg patch out and then abe went to purple monkish shorts orstein nook daedron devon uh, devon dario they're all getting grabbed that's one two three four five six seven eight that's eight of the 20 that are up for grabs 12 more can be grabbed if you're here all the time and you watch very faithfully you might even get one of these when you're not here you might get an email so sometimes we won't see all 20 grabbed it's because it goes to the most loyal viewers like Vader. Vader's here all the time he just grabbed one Dev Arya just grabbed one Vlad just grabbed one that's three more we only need four more now to be grabbed Gregor grabbed one get in 
the Discord. The the Friday night streams with my wife are hilarious. If we can actually hit 1,500 members before Friday, that's going to be a hilarious night. That will be a hilarious night. Do me a favor. If you can't become a member on your own, at least smash the like button. Give me 200 likes. We only need 25 people to hit the like button, and there's over 400 of you here. I run a safe-for-work broadcast, and subscribing is also free. Becoming a member is 5 bucks, but subscribing is totally free. We would love to see more people jump in without needing a membership. Uh, I'm sorry, without needing a gifted membership. We would love to see that. So consider becoming a member all on your own. John Laycock got one. And who else? Who else? Who else? Jeffrey Shea got one. I believe all 20 have been claimed. For five bucks a month, you can do it on your own. You can jump in. Somebody ordered some coffee as well. We sell our own coffee and tattoos. Did a best of both worlds. Grab the dark roast and a light roast. Thank you for ordering some coffee. Tattoos. Guys, don't forget that Reforge Roast, you're watching Reforge Gaming. Reforge Roast is not a sponsor. It's our coffee, okay? It's very, very good. I have it I have it roasted, bagged, labeled, and shipped to me, and then I send it to you. Oh, we had more we had more that hadn't been claimed yet. There they all go from Von Raz. There they all go. Uh Alapark, Jason West, Jay Wright, Johnny Olivio, Rudy, We Bleed Green. Boom. I guarantee you that's there's none left. There's none left. Let's keep the gifted member train going while we discuss this. I have a question for chat. I have a question for chat. Do you think these details, does this help people that were worried about it being too similar? There were people that thought this game looked too similar to the previous game. Right? I can vouch that the coffee is good. Thank you. If you're a coffee drinker and you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you should try our coffee. It's a meme now saying balanced acidity, but you really should try it if you've never tried it before. We're nearing 1,200 members. I think we're nearing 1,200 members. Once these all get properly allocated, I think we'll be right at 1,200. Barrier says, no, those people already made up their minds. Pretty sure the This Is DLC crew are the Xbox... Uh, fans, and this won't change their mind. Vlad says 100% it helped for them, but for me. It was 110% uh, not blanking DLC. So, I know there were people that were worried. Yo, Angel just hit a three-month milestone. Thank you for renewing your membership and jumping back in. If you're currently not a member, let's get an actual member train going. Just click join. It's five bucks. You get into our members-only Discord, and you get into members-only content. I want to see an I want to see a member train. Not a, like, let's do a gifted member train, but I want to see some folks just jump in. Let's see it. Come on. We're having a big day. But I'm curious. There were people in here the one day, they were like, "I just think that the game looks too similar to the last one. I need more details." If you felt like you needed more details about God of War Ragnarok, are these combat details helping you? Do you feel like you know enough? Keep in mind this isn't even the cover story. This is like this is like a morsel that they kicked out early. Lona, what are your thoughts on the gameplay and story, and how will it stack up with players who play Souls games? Is it truly going against Elden Ring? Well, I don't necessarily think stacking up against Elden Ring with respect to, like, Souls players. I think if Souls players played Give Me God of War, they would be like, holy moly, this is really freaking hard. Like, Give Me God of War in God of War 2018 is arguably harder than a lot of the Souls games because it's just it's just it's just brutal the enemies are always healing like there's people that argue against like some of the mechanics of give me god of war they actually think give me god of war is a little overtuned there's actually people that have said that 
Joker says, I need to see more. So Joker's not been convinced. The combat details that we just got, God of War Ragnarok combat details, didn't convince him. Verticality in the fights with the chain blades, infusing chain blades in the axe with frost or fire, being able to have two shields, details about these two shields you can use that completely change combat, being able to get more than those two shields to deepen the build diversity in Ragnarok. He's like, I still need to see more. Well, maybe the Game Informer cover story will change your mind. Everything has changed in Ragnarok. Nothing is the same. Smashville says gameplay. So he wants to see gameplay. All those are great, but expected. You expected that? I expected the verticality in the fighting. I didn't expect the shield thing. I did not expect the shield thing. That was the surprise for me. I was like, oh, like, this sounds pretty good. Indulge me here. Let me have a bite. How much do you think the triangle button changes were influenced by Kratos possibly getting uh, Mjolnir? Yeah. You know what I think, Siege Master? You can infuse Frost, Fire, Lightning. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, get out, Mjolnir. Uh huh. Yeah, and when you press triangle, you're going to infuse it with some lightning. Oh, yeah. We are definitely going to get to wield Mjolnir in this game. I'm more confident now. I'm like, huh. Infusing the axe with frost, chaos blades with fire. Huh. I wonder what's going to happen. Captain Planet Kratos. Yeah, what's left? What's left? Fire, ice, lightning. What's left? Those are the three that most commonly show up in video games. Right? Fire, ice, and lightning. Maybe some type of poison. The graphics look similar, but 2018 was beautiful. The gameplay is similar, but I like the ultimate stuff. Earth, wind, and fire. Just what I was thinking. You think there might be other elements? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like something... Yeah, something earthen you know, some kind of a staff or like a, yeah, like a wooden staff and he can like make, like, I don't know, roots and stuff come out. That get, That's getting a little outside of the lore though. I would imagine seeing him wield a, you know, a fiery set of, you know, chain blades and a icy axe and a lightning infused you know, a lightning infused Mjolnir for sure. For sure. Thank you, everybody, for helping us hit 200 likes. Let's set our sights on 300 likes. There's over 400 people here. It's a free, free button press. It costs you nothing. We had a bit of a gifted membership train because people want to see my wife and I play a funny game on Friday night. That's a members-only event on Friday nights. Every day, we end the day with members-only talk show. If you enjoy what I do, five bucks gets you into five extra shows a week. Uh, actually six if you count Friday nights but five extra talk shows a week as well as our members only discord I mean this game's a sequel are people really expecting everything to be super different and new I do that's the challenge Google Beats isn't it that's the challenge what is this God of Wukong (laughs) that's the challenge like I think every game like this every time you're dealing with a sequel okay 
state of play I think September is going to be their showcase and I think Ragnarok will be center stage the Sony showcase will be next month on the 8th we're thinking and it's Ragnarok's going to be center stage they're not going to say a word about it until after this week because they want to let The Last of Us Part 1 get off the ground and then they'll start talking about it he doesn't remember the difference between the original and God of War 2 that's always the challenge though right there are people that played God of War 2018 and they're like I didn't like it it felt like too big of a departure there were people that didn't like God of War gameplay they didn't like it they they thought it was too different that's always the challenge when you make a sequel when you reboot a franchise when you revisit a franchise people are going to expect it to stay super super loyal and faithful and when you don't do that you'll get criticized if you want God of War Ragnarok to feel dramatically different than 2018 it's going to feel familiar but what from what I see they're doing they're deepening the systems the combat's going to be significantly deepened in comparison to what you did in the first game it needs to feel it needs to feel familiar but enhanced sounds like someone wants to get his hands on Mew Mew oh yes give me Mew Mew baby we have to get Mjolnir it's a missed opportunity if we don't in Ragnarok, there's nine realms, only six in 2018, and the previous realms will have new areas. Yeah, I wondered if people were going to pick up on that and be concerned. It does kind of sound like we're going to be going to old locations. I don't think you would refer to old locations as locations that you've already visited in Ragnarok. I think old locations from 2018 are coming back. And I think people are going to call that, you know, reskin, repurpose. Like, I think that's going to draw criticism from people. 100%. I think it will. Any worry about visiting previous areas? I wonder how many new areas we get. Right. Eugene says... We were not expecting massive changes, and now we are finding out that there are. That's the reason for my excitement. I was already hyped. Now I'm that. <laughs> yeah, I could see I could see that, Eugene. I do think some people were probably thinking it's just gonna be more God of War, and I'm fine I'm fine with that. I'm excited about that. And then this comes out and it's like, wait a minute, you guys are making some very deep changes. Remember, it's going to be snow in every realm at some point of the game. What you eating? I'm starving. My wife made me like a little burrito bowl. Trying to keep my sodium down. So it's some, it's chicken that she made for me instead of store-bought. Right? She made the, she, she, well, she buys like thin chicken pieces and grills them up for me with, without any like salt or anything. And then rice and then a teeny bit of cheese. The combat system in God of War Ragnarok will be very awesome, strategically dynamic and ruthless. Hands down for this game, it'll be a 10 out of 10 for me. I pre-ordered God of War Ragnarok. Should I play the 2018 version first? Oh my gosh, yes. Do you have a PS5? Gemini Christmas. Yes. You don't need to go back and play the originals, but 100% you need to play God of War 2018 before Ragnarok drops. In fact, I would do it now, so there's some distance between the titles. If you play one right into the other, that might not be the greatest idea. You can experience almost like franchise burnout. I would play it like right now, especially if you have a PS5, because they updated it. 
My PS5 comes this Saturday. Homie, that's your first order of business. They updated it to run 4K checkerboard 60 FPS. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Yes. Play it, beat the crap out of it, have fun, and then put it down, and a few weeks later, or like a month later, you have the sequel headed your way. I wouldn't play it too close to the release of Ragnarok. I definitely think you can experience some fatigue. I did that with the uh, Assassin's Creed games when I finally played them. I played them all back to back and I got freaking burned out. We need lots of gods in God of uh, God of War Ragnarok. God of War as a franchise needed the reboot it got in 2018, says Cashbox. Now that the foundation has been laid in the Norse mythos, with this game ending the Norse era, it has to give us more than 2018, and it sounds like it is. Yes. Yes, if you're just tuning in, the latest God of War Ragnarok news was from Game Informer. They have a cover story that they have not yet debuted, but they gave us like a slice of information about God of War Ragnarok combat. And there were four big takeaways. There will be verticality woven throughout fights, being able to use the Chaos Blades to get up to areas where there might be healing items or enemies. Previously in God of War 2018, most of the elevated enemies, you just have to throw your axe at them because you're kind of down on the ground in almost like a fighting arena. And the other thing they said is the triangle button is significantly changing. You'll be able to imbue your axe with ice or the blades with fire. We are theorizing that's pointing to the fact that we will get to wield Mjolnir, Thor's hammer, and imbue it with lightning. So you'll have ice, fire, and lightning, a nice trifecta. Uh, The other thing debuted in it was two shields. They talked about the Dauntless Shield and the Stonewell Shield, adding significant mechanics to the game. The more you block with these shields, the more power they they hold to do certain things in the fight. Uh, One was stun, one was a ground slam that knocked everybody down, and they said there would be... The fourth thing was, it's not just those two shields. There are more shields in the world to find and use. So build depth is taking a significant uptick in the potential diversity of your build since now the shield will have its own mechanics the actual weapons themselves are getting depth and functionally if you think about like logistically geographically topographically there will be verticality in the fights now so really good info in this post that is pointing to some pretty significant changes in this game and if you've never been here before, you're watching Reforge Gaming. We do a variety gaming talk show Monday through Friday. We already covered this morning some Starfield news, and now we're covering God of War Ragnarok. If you enjoy a nice, safe-for-work podcast show like this, hit subscribe so you don't miss my content. If you want to support directly, consider becoming a member. Subscribing is totally free. Membership is a more direct way to support for five bucks a month you get access to bunches of stuff when you do that a members only discord members only content that we do every day there's an extra show every day for members it's on ps plus didn't know that yes yeah god of war 2018 is on ps plus now as well yeah just do digital yep become a member it's one of the best things you'll do this year thank you tg i'm glad that there are more enemy types in 2018 those troll mini bosses get a bit redundant Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think some of the repeat fights in 2018, they got a little long in the tooth. I will readily admit that. I will. I, I, do, I do think when you have an enemy type like that, having them show up you know, more than twice, maybe three times, I don't even know. How many times did you fight, though? It was like, it was like four or five times, wasn't it? 
You're killing YouTube. I need to take your master class. Hey, I'll do what I can. I just want to point out that you could see the new verticality in the gameplay trailer that people called DLC. Yeah, well, okay, Corey. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Until you see it woven into gameplay, you might think it's just sort of chintzy. Oh, cool. Now, instead of climbing a ladder, I can, I can like, I can tether up to the top. Right? Doing it in the middle of a fight I think it's hard in montages sometimes. I think it's hard in montages. Anyone else think the new Discord mobile is crap? When did they push out an update? I don't think I've updated yet. Let me check my updates. Those of you that like to use Discord. Yeah, I don't have an update today. What's the problem? I'm not noticing any functional differences like at all. It looks the same to me. And I don't have an update in the app store for the application. Visual glitches, attachments not working. Oh, well, I don't use it that much, so I wouldn't notice those. Those sound like bugs. I thought you were saying, like, oh, no, it looks bad or something. Like, they made big changes or something. If it's glitches and stuff, I mean, hopefully they can fix it. Nice advice on the back-to-back. I just finished the remastered 2018 version. Thank you, Supreme Juice. Ghost of Tsushima had the same enemy the whole game. If the story is good, you won't mind fighting the same enemies. I would say... Yes and no. Tsushima had a lot of enemy variety that created emergent gameplay where you had no idea if a guy with a shield or a spear or a big chungus or a guy with a flame blade or uh, or archers. You didn't know what order you were going to get attacked in, who you'd have to attack first, who you'd want to single out first. Your stance changing as well on the fly created very dynamic and emergent gameplay. So I do think you're right, but I also think you're forgetting like how they use those guys interchangeably. Like, when you're fighting a troll, it's just a troll in God of War. You know what I mean? Also consider how the duels in Tsushima really, really changed up combat flow to give good variety. And I would think that'd be really, really cool to develop and have fights like that in God of War Ragnarok. So everyone was losing their minds because Elden Ring had had a jump button. But God of War is going to get more vertical mobility and it's not enough or just looks the same like, come on. Oh, for sure, Julio. Like, the fact that Elden Ring got a jump button everybody, you know, is like, this is amazing, this is crazy. And God of War Ragnarok's like, hey, uh, you're going to have verticality. You can imbue your weapons with elements. Oh, and there's shields in the game now. Multiple shields. Here's information on two of them and how they're going to fundamentally change the way that you block and parry. Tsushima, Tsushima had limited enemies. You can't just make things up there. God of War can be crazy with enemies. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, right, right. There's limitless potential. Like, Tsushima has to work within the real world, and God of War doesn't have to. Correct. And, and good point. Where can I order some Reforge Roast? You can go to reforgeroast.com, or Abe typed the coffee command in chat, and Nightbot said, hey... You can order Reforge Roast here, and it provided you with the hyperlink. Elden Ring had copy-pasted bosses, but they're at least changed them up enough to still make them feel unique. 
Right, if you're going to get on God of War Ragnarok for reusing bosses and you're going to criticize it against the backdrop of maybe you thinking like Elden Ring deserves Game of the Year, Elden Ring certainly didn't have a problem with reusing bosses. How many times do we fight certain bosses in Elden Ring? Whether it was a world boss or a dungeon boss, you know, or or literally a mainstay boss like Margit becoming Margot, right? Am I right? Am I right? Like, think about that. Like, I'm not bashing Elden Ring for it, but if you're going to sit here and act like it's this huge, terrible thing, I'm not saying anybody in chat is doing this. I'm just sort of preemptively saying, if you're going to try and, like, claim that that's a huge deficit or problem for God of War Ragnarok gameplay, I would say, okay, well, then we have to lobby the same complaint over here against Elden Ring. Like, let's play fair here, you know? Let's play fair. There's even optional bosses in Elden Ring. Sure. New Game Plus in Ragnarok? I would think. Bosses become regular enemies. Yeah. The only thing that changed was the vowel in his name, right? They use regular mid-game and late-game enemies as bosses in the early game. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't have a huge problem with it. Cat statue with swords. Head-smashing ogre. Right. Speaking of game of the year, what game do you think should get it? Currently, in the current running of games, it's Elden Ring's year to lose. They're the front runner. Without a shadow of a doubt, they're the front runner. Ragnarok is shaping up to be a bigger and better game, I think. And I really loved Elden Ring. I think Elden Ring is is in is in a prime position to win a ton of awards. I think they're in prime position to win game of the year. I think God of War Ragnarok is setting itself up to steal it at the last minute there's gonna there's a bunch of reasons why Ragnarok will potentially win and I'll, I can outline them for you number one God of War Ragnarok is going to have recency bias. Everybody's played it. Everybody's talking about it. It's got the hype train going, right? So, that's in its corner. The other thing that's in its corner is it's more narratively driven, so it's easier to connect with the story and the characters and the voice acting because you have super iconic characters and voice actors bringing the game to life. I think it will be beaten... And, and conquered more exhaustively by more of the media and more of the press than Elden Ring was. So you're going to have way more people in its corner saying, this game was so fantastic, I really enjoyed myself. Um, and what else? I don't know. I think those are the main reasons. Recency bias, narratively driven, strong characters and voice acting... And I think more people will exhaustively beat it. It was really hard to exhaustively beat Elden Ring. Like, God of War, as a game, you turn the settings down and you can do everything fairly quickly and just enjoy the world, the graphics, the fights, ETC. I think Stray is going to get a nomination, but I think God of War Ragnarok Game of the Year is, is is a giant possibility. I think it's becoming a more real possibility with each which each, with, with each piece of detail that we get about the game. 
Yo, Kale upgraded the tier two. I appreciate that, Kale. We're gonna. I think I'm gonna just start literally just uploading stuff and being like, hey. Uh, I uploaded a members only video. What'd you guys think? Or, hey, I uploaded a, a tier two and above video. What'd you guys think? And just see if people start upgrading and saying, hey, I want that extra content. I'm just going to start testing. We're, we're, we're open to feedback on that, by the way. If you're on YouTube quite a bit and you're not a member here or you don't want to upgrade to tier two, I want to know what would make you do that. When you're on YouTube and you see people doing memberships and membership incentives and things, what makes you convert? What makes people convert? Let us know. I still don't trust the new director of God of War, says Zane. I think he's trying to squeeze too much into a small package. All those gods, all those plot holes, 2018 left. It's a hard task. How do you compare Elden Ring with God of War Ragnarok? It's hard. It is hard. And they set out to do very different things, Wild Wolf. I think it's very, very challenging. Because God of War Ragnarok is not going to have the same big open world open scope broad oh everything's shiny and everything's exciting feel it will be more linear right it will it will be more linear god of war has the benefit of the story over elden ring i agree i agree the god of war ragnarok story is going to be super memorable. There'll be there'll be big huge moments. There'll be there'll be there'll be pivotal things that take place. It's safe to say Saints Row is not making the game of the year list. No, I don't think Saints Row will get any nominations. What does vertical combat mean? Okay, so if you go and you play God of War 2018 and you analyze the combat, it is very much a flat arena that you're playing in now there's stuff that maybe you could run around and hide behind but it's a it's a flat arena verticality or vertical elements to the fight means oh hey there's an enemy in an elevated position and I can go up there quickly I'm not like climbing a ladder slowly Enemies in the fir- in God of War 2018 that would attack you from elevated positions, you just kind of had to throw your axe at them or tell Atreus to shoot them. You couldn't, like, go up there, right? Now, sometimes you might be able to, like, run around and take a ramp up and maybe kill them, but it was very infrequent to have that level of, like, oh, you can go up to where the enemy is. In God of War Ragnarok you will be able to, with the chain blades, instantly tether up to locations, and as they described, like, he goes up, he gets a health stone, and he kills the guys that are up there. So there's gonna be, there's going to be, like, geographical depth to the combat. You're not just fighting on a flat arena set piece. There's, there's different layers. Now, the other thing they talked about that's leading us to theorize about things is that you will be able to infuse the, the, the Chaos Blades with fire and the axe with ice that will add certain elemental structures to the combat. We've theorized that means there'll be a third one. You'll have fire, ice, and lightning. And lightning will be when you're wielding Mjolnir. At some point, I think we either kill Thor or we beat the tar out of him enough to get Mjolnir. Wouldn't be surprised if the game opens, you fight Thor, both of you almost die, Atreus has to nurse you back to health, and that's why time lapses and Atreus gets older, and we're going to forget that Mjolnir's sitting somewhere. 
or Atreus is going to drop the bomb on us. Listen, I didn't want to tell you that we had this, but we need to go get we need to go get something. And Atreus unveils to you that he hid Mjolnir so that you could have it because you're going to need it when you go to face Odin or something of that effect. Like at some point in the game, you're going to be picking up Mjolnir and being like, this is a significant change in what we're able to do. You want to go to Asgard? You want to fight? You're going to need something more than what you got right now. They could weave in enemy weaknesses and like Asgardians maybe, you know, are weak to lightning or something. I don't know. Maybe you fight Thor and you laugh and then you drink and then you fight some more. Someone's been reading God of War fanfic. I'm just making predictions about how the game's going to open. And I could see them saying, listen, we need to change fundamentally what the triangle button does because we're adding a third weapon. What's something that we can do? Put ice on the axe. Put fire on the chain blades. Put lightning on Mjolnir. Both FromSoft and Santa Monica Studios have both had a Game of the Year title with Sekiro and God of War 2018. I think Game of the Year would help FromSoft more than Santa Monica Studio, but either can win the title. How would you theorize Atreus being able to lift and hide it? Isn't the whole being able to lift Mjolnir thing a Marvel thing? I don't know if that's traditional in the lore. Is that something traditional wrapped up in the lore of Mjolnir and Thor, or is that something that the shit the MCU did, being worthy and all that? Maybe he just knows where it is and he hit it. It's a Marvel thing. Yeah, I thought that was a Marvel thing. I don't think that's like an actual lore thing about the hammer. My bad, disregard that question. You're good. A lot of people do that liquid smoke. It's really easy to, like, bake in things from the MCU because you think, oh, that's Thor. In Norse mythology, it's just heavy, and Thor has a belt to help him lift it. Sony and Tencent bought 30% shares from... Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's an MCU thing about being worthy because the mythology, Thor is a bit of a jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's fat and he's a drunk, and he's really unkind. (laughs) He's really, really unkind. Guys, we're seven minutes away from being live for one hour. Can we get 300 likes? That'd be phenomenal. We only need 40 more. It's free to hit the like button. If you're enjoying the show, take a second, minimize chat, and hit the like button. If you're watching on a browser, it's even easier. Subscribing's totally free. Thank you to all the new subscribers as we push towards another subscriber milestone. Thank you to all the new members as we push towards another member milestone. We want to hit 1,500 members so my wife and I have to play a funny game on Friday night, so consider jumping in as a paying member. Membership costs money. Subscribing does not cost money. In the mythology, Thor is a complete a-hole. If Horizon Forbidden West wins Game of the Year, I'm going to go crazy and boast and talk about so much... Uh, ish to the haters I don't think Horizon Forbidden West stands a chance it'll be nominated but I don't think it stands a chance Horizon Forbidden West will win awards but it's not going to win game of the year I don't think so PS4 is still going but I'll always wonder what if God of War was a PS5 game Uh, yeah 
I know there's this whole narrative that's still going to try and get traction about like God of War Ragnarok has been held back by the PS4. It should have been a PS5 exclusive title. I think so much of that is presumption and and I let let me dispel it as as best I can. This game if it would have been PS5 only wouldn't be launching in a couple of months. It wouldn't. Because they would have had to wait for the dev kits to come out. They were able to upgrade God of War 2018 with 4K checkerboard, 60 FPS. They were able to, when porting God of War 2018 to PC, learn things about their pipeline and their development of Ragnarok that they changed. And they were able to grab all the existing assets and just start working on the game because the PS4 game and the PS4 port and the updates to PS4 version were already well in place. So all that development would have been put on hold and they would have had to wait We'll wait until we get the PS5 dev kits and then we'll start development. That means Ragnarok wouldn't have launched until end of next year or the year after. So the idea that Ragnarok was held back, I'll grant you a very lighthearted, yeah, maybe, but the reality is that would have meant we would have waited another two, one to two years for the title, which would have put so much space in between 2018 and the next one. Like, I just, I think it's totally fine. Like, if you look at how much they were able to update Horizon Forbidden West, and you look at the timeline of when we got Horizon Forbidden West, I don't think you can say, oh my gosh, that game was so significantly held back. Like, Forbidden West, even even trying, in trying to make the game bigger, more lush, and prettier, they, they actually had optimization challenges. So I don't think you can argue, like, oh, that game was held back. If they would have built that game for PS5 only, they'd have been in the same boat wait for the dev kits, and, you know, really try and optimize, and we would have waited a whole lot longer for Forbidden West. I just, I think people forget that. Like, they started working on these sequels probably almost right away. There was only one DLC for Forbidden West. And PS5s are still a nightmare to get. I have one, but I'm glad people with PS4s will be able to enjoy this game too. And this being the final cross-generational game... I think is just a really good call. Like, as we tip over into the end of 2023 and you get Spider-Man 2, I think that's the time to say, no, we're not doing cross-generational first-party titles anymore. I don't know. I think that's fine. I think this is the right one to say, last cross-generational game. You got two Spider-Mans. You got Spider-Man and you got Miles Morales, so chill the frick out. But Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine... No. And you've already got a couple that you can't get on PS4. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and Returnal. And Demon's Souls Remake. I may be forgetting one. But you you know, I, I think they're easing I think they're easing into it. And the presumption that cross gen support somehow held back God of War Ragnarok, I just think is an unfounded presumption. Guys, we've got two minutes. And in two minutes, I want to see 17 likes. We're going to keep talking God of War Ragnarok news. If you're just tuning in, there was a Game Informer article. They have a a cover story they haven't debuted yet. And this article had about five paragraphs in it, and it was chock full of great information about God of War Ragnarok combat. And it's looking very good. There's going to be verticality in the fights. You'll be able to, like, tether up to places with the chain blades. You're going to be able to infuse your, your axe or the Chaos Blades with Fire and Ice. 
you're gonna have they, they outline two shields that you can use the shields themselves have powers that can be used to stun or knock down people by blocking effectively and they said there were more shields than just those two we've we've been theorizing about Mjolnir and Thor and Odin and all the different things that might be in the game Everyone right now has been pushing way longer than normal with cross-gen. Warzone 2, Modern Warfare 2 is a sign that the money, probably you were trying to say the money hasn't really been there. To be honest, I don't know how they still got it to look that good on such old hardware. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. Getting, getting God of War to look the way that it did, that was a feat in and of itself. That was a feat in and of itself. 100%. We'll be in spidey information next week, market. Yeah, probably. Wait, you're saying we can jump in Ragnarok? If so, 10 out of 10. I don't think it's going to be jumping. I still think you're going to be like a boots-on-the-ground warrior. You're still going to be a boots-on-the-ground warrior. We got, oh, come on, we got 10 seconds. Four more likes! Come on, chat, four more likes. What do you want to see improved in Ragnarok? For example, I want more runic attacks, i.e. special attacks, too, just isn't enough. I don't understand. There were tons of runic attacks. What do you mean? I had a hard time choosing between all of them. You had, like, the bull charge. You had, like, the flash thing where you put your thing up. You had one where you, like, jumped and slammed the ground, I think. I feel like there was a lot of runic attacks. What do you mean there were only two runic attacks? I remember struggling to pick which one I wanted because then you have to upgrade them. Oh, you could only use two. Oh, you're saying you could only use two at a time? So you want to be able to have more. See, here's one of the challenges with what you're saying, right? I think one of the challenges what you're saying is, is you can almost overwhelm the player with too many decisions on the fly. Did you watch my Forspoken breakdown? She's pulling up that radio menu, and it's like, um, uh, what do I choose? You can almost go through decision paralysis. Some, I, I'm not saying they can't give you more. I'm not saying that. I'm saying sometimes less is more because it really makes you craft a build that you're going to lean into. I, I, I'll, I'll make a reference to Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank, I pivoted between three weapons that I loved. You could literally have, like, what, like, how many weapons equipped at a time? Like, ten or something? It was so overwhelming. It was like, I, 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 I didn't even use, I probably used 25% of the weapons in Ratchet and Clank. It just felt like so much. You go through decision paralysis. You also go through sunk cost where I've upgraded these four to five things really, really well. And these new things you're giving me really late game, I don't have the time to upgrade them. So they're not going to get used. They're not going to get folded into my build. That's a cool new rocket launcher. I kind of already have a rocket launcher that I've leveled all the way up. So I'm too invested. I'm too far into the game to care about this new one. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm not saying what they did in Ratchet and Clank was wrong. I'm just wondering if sometimes they limit it because effectively lots of players gravitate towards a couple of them anyway. I used them all, but that was your first experience in that world. In Ratchet, I used a solid seven weapons consistently. I think you could cut it either way, right? You could be like Trill Troll and Eugene and be like, man, you give me a ton of weapons, I'm going to use all of them. Or you could be like, oh, we give you a couple of slots and you can only use these two things and a lot of people are going to say, that's fine. I gravitated to two or three things anyway. I don't really need more than that. 
I ran into the same thing in God of War. It was like, I've invested in these things and I've leveled them up. You gave me a brand new one. It doesn't look cool enough or influential enough for me to switch. Does that make sense? Sometimes I wonder if when you get late game in a game like this, you should get something that has like investment parity with something you already have. Like, hey, we know that you're using such and such weapon and you've leveled it up to level 7. This thing's already at 7. You can push it beyond that, but it's already at 7. So swap it in and see if you like it. Instead, you're swapping something in at level 1 and you're like, I I don't, this feels like a setback. A lot of the later runics that you get were better versions of the earlier ones, so I just upgraded as and when. I had a deeper understanding of those weapons. I've wielded a lot of them before. I understood utility and how to cycle them situationally. Right, I and I didn't have that knowledge. That was my first Ratchet and Clank game. I use most of the weapons in Ratchet and Clank's as Corey. Same thing with Forbidden West. I stuck to four different weapon types and then I mixed in Valor Surges and weapon stamina abilities. Yeah, I definitely felt that in, in, uh, in Horizon Forbidden West. I definitely felt like I'm just using the ones that I like. Shouldn't it be at parity by being a more powerful weapon? It could literally be a perception thing, Robert. It could literally be a perception thing. I look at it, it's not been invested in, it's not been leveled up, and my perception is, well, this is weaker. And I should just try it and be like, oh, this is actually quite a bit stronger. It may be a perception thing. Oh, I've got this runic ability. I've invested a bunch of XP into it. It's really freaking awesome. This new one, I haven't spent any investing time in it at all. I haven't spent a single dime on it. I'm not going to use this. It's fresh out of the box. I think the point is you get to come off the main path to get upgrades for the new stuff. It probably could be a way in playing that I don't necessarily jive with. I will 100% own this. When I get so far into a game, I definitely feel like an old dog that doesn't want to learn new tricks. I do. Guys, I don't know if YouTube is having a problem. It seems to be on my end that we're losing people potentially to buffering and they're having to refresh. If you're having to refresh, if chat's acting up or my stream's acting up, that's not me. This has been happening periodically around 1 o'clock. I don't know what they're doing. Um, But we literally hit the one-hour mark on the stream. We literally got past 1 o'clock and all of a sudden just chunks of people are leaving. I think that's a buffering thing. If you're experiencing that, I just, I'm only mentioning it because I want you to know it's not me. My bitrate's fine. My computer's fine. YouTube periodically is doing something. So just do your best to refresh, and uh, hopefully it doesn't disrupt the stream too much. Fenrir eats Odin. He doesn't kill him. You think the final battle will be Odin or Fenrir? In Old Norse mythology, Fenrir kills Odin. Yeah, I I don't know if they're going to rigidly follow that type of lore. Right? I don't know if they're going to feel like we need to rigidly follow certain types of lore and Kratos can't kill Odin because Fenrir is supposed to eat Odin. 
I think they're going to tell you that Kratos isn't present in any of that lore, so you can't follow the lore rigidly. Right? There is no Kratos. You go, but you go into all that lore, so he's got to be able to disrupt and do things, which means you can't stay rigidly married to the lore. You can springboard from it, but... It's my understanding that Mjolnir is super heavy and Thor needs gauntlets and a belt in order to wield it. I think the only person strong enough to lift it without magical gauntlets is Thor's son. And maybe Kratos. Who knows? Let's look on the bright side. It's good to know you can be eaten by a giant wolf and not die. Guys, we just got reminded by YouTube to run ads. I appreciate everybody who's already gifted memberships during this stream. We think that's a far better way to monetize the stream. I don't run ads in the middle of the stream, and that's why we lean on memberships and super chats. So thank you to everybody who's already done that in this stream. We'll use all the weapons in the game coming out uh, where they talk crap, forgot the name. Oh, high on life? Hey, Lona, will you do a God of War PS4 playthrough before God of War Ragnarok releases? Asks Tony. We really struggle with gameplay on this channel, right? We really, really uh, struggle with gameplay on this channel because it's like primarily people are clicking subscribe and people are people are you know tuning in and coming back every day primarily they're doing that because they like the talk show right like they like the talk show and because they like the talk show that's what brings them back every single day gameplay is not like a super center stage thing and we tend to do gameplay and we don't get like a ton of support right so I would love to do that with God of War 2018 I don't know if we could get away with it because people generally tune in around 9 in the morning and they go they they hang out with me all the way until about you know 3 or 4 in the afternoon and it's basically a radio show all day and when suddenly there's like a two to three hour block of me playing a game instead of talking a lot of the audience is like I'm out and I can't really blame them for that do you know what I'm saying like imagine that you really like listening to someone like I don't even want to hear what you think about him so let's not do that but imagine you really like listening to you know Joe Rogan and all of a sudden he had a two hour podcast where the second hour he was playing a video game a huge portion of his audience would be like, I'm not going to watch this. I want to just put him on in the background and listen to him. You know what I'm saying? Because he would stop talking. He'd start laughing. He'd start raging. All the things that gamers do, right? They talk less. They react more. There's giant spaces of no talking. So, like, I just, I get it. People click subscribe on this channel. They're like, that was really fun. I typed. I listened. I lurked. Great show. And then they come back, and I'm down in the corner and I'm playing a game and not saying anything, and they're like, yeah, I'm not really interested in this. Most games are just not a good listen. Yeah, it just isn't good for that. So, we definitely showcase games. They definitely, We definitely showcase games when they're relevant. We will be playing The Last of Us Part 1 when it, when it releases. We'll, we'll do a playthrough session with it, but I'm not going to play that game to completion. Same with God of War. Now, God of War Ragnarok, I intend to play to completion. I intend to play God of War Ragnarok the whole game. I might have to kick the playthrough to members only. 
if I get to like part four or five, like the fourth or fifth day that I'm playing it, if I get to part four or five and it's like, oh, no one's really watching, it's hurting the channel, we'll just end every day with a members only stream. And instead of it being a talk show, the members will just have to kind of like take it on the chin for a while and be like, well, we're not really getting a talk show from him. He, he's working on God of War Ragnarok. I don't think I'm going to do that with The Last of Us Part 1, but I'm definitely going to do that with Ragnarok. Can confirm, Lono never shuts up, shuts up unless he has to push buttons on a controller. Yeah, or put food in my face. Like, you'll notice, I'm even eating, eating almost sparingly just so I can keep the talk show going. Yeah, I said, Eugene, I totally said that price point was going to hurt them. I knew it. They shouldn't. I I knew it was going to hurt them. This man came in the chat with the name. I'm a blanking devil. Wow. (laughs) Or jousting. That's right. That's right. You can eat all you want. It's your show. I appreciate that. But I do like to keep the conversation going and the radio vibe going, right? Price has nothing to do with the quality of the game. Sure it does. It, it, if you're reviewing a game that you had to spend $100 on and the game was five hours long, you would bring up price. We can't act like price is, price is completely superfluous to the review of a game. That's I don't agree with that. I don't want to get off on that. I don't want to get off on that tangent. That'll be a huge distraction. I know I, I'm glad you kept you, you keep that in the keep that over there. All good, totally understandable. Can't wait to hear your thoughts when it releases. Thank you, Tony. Listen, if you're here on a regular basis and you want to see gameplay, support gameplay. Seriously, if a portion of the audience tunes out when I do gameplay, but a bunch of you stick around and really get behind it, then gameplay will show up more often. It's truly up to the audience, not me. It's not up to me. I am putting out a show and I respond to demand. If I did a segment once a week where I played Cooking Mama and 80% of you were like, this is the greatest thing ever, Cooking Mama would regularly be on the dadgum show. Now, obviously, I I would have to enjoy that game. I wouldn't do it just for the memes and the lulls. But you get the point that I'm making. You know, we're, we're talking about that being a case with like Diablo 4 and stuff. Like, if I play Diablo 4 once a week and we invest in the game, read the blogs, read the updates, read the patches, and I'm regularly playing it and it's getting support, well, let's freaking go. But if I try to do that with Diablo 4 and I'm sitting there streaming to, uh, to 90 people and the viewership's atrocious and it's making my YouTube channel look dumb, no matter how much I love Diablo 4, I have to say, this is not in demand, I can't be reckless. Like, we don't do things just because they get views because there's plenty of things we could have covered just for viewership and I didn't do it. I refused to cover Diablo Immortal and it gave us great viewership. On principle, I stopped covering it. So, like, we don't do something just for the views, but we also can't destroy the channel just because Lona wants to play a video game. Does that make sense? Like, like there's a fine line of being like, if I'm too self-indulgent, I will ruin the channel, and I won't, and I won't, I won't be making a living. You know, I'd love to play Returnal almost every other day. I, I, I can't freaking build a channel off of that. Does that make sense? Ninety people—that's still a lot. Sure, but when we're averaging between three and four hundred, that's a terrible decision. You have to th- you have to be wise and and cunning in this business. You can't just be reckless and stupid. 
you can earn the right to be a little reckless and stupid and just kind of do whatever you frick you want. But we're, we're not so reckless. You know, we're not so reckless. If we had it our way, we would just be game hop fishing. Yeah, we would just play every game that has fishing. It'd be a fishing channel. <laughs> do you think saves will bring anything over like armor or items? Joseph, the only thing I think they'll do is maybe they'll let you do an import so your character looks the way that you looked at the end of uh, the end of God of War 2018. It wouldn't surprise me that the opening of God of War Ragnarok, you get the living crap kicked out of you, so none of that stuff carries over. Your armor's going to get messed up. All that stuff's going to be destroyed. So that that's that's why you're going to start they have to do a soft reset on you when they get into Ragnarok or you're going to feel like, "Well, I already have all these powers." You don't want to create intrinsic power creep. Like, well, the character's already really strong, so uh, we got to make the enemies really strong, and then the skill trees are going to get bonkers crazy. Yeah, I think it's going to be a soft reset. I think you're going to get your butt kicked by Thor. I think you'll hold your own, but I think it'll be similar to the uh, to the Balder opening. If you're just tuning in, the God of War Ragnarok news is concerning God of War Ragnarok combat. And there were some great details in the Game Informer article. I've been outlining that for you guys. So thank you for tuning in. If you want that info, I can recap it for you. Uh, I First, I asked the question if the details helped people that were worried about it being too similar to the last game. I'm curious if you guys are worried about the use of old locations. Does God of War Ragnarok using old locations, does that concern you at all? the potential retreading of places we have been before in the last game people are really concerned about that with like Breath of the Wild 2 what are your thoughts on that old locations making a return even though the game's already being described in such a way that it's going to be absolutely massive and huge does that cause you concern of like ah that's recycled I don't like that like where do you land on that the game starts off with Freya casting a curse on you that stops you from using your powers maybe yeah, maybe Freya's involved in, in the weakening of you. But when you first run into Freya, it seems like when you first run into her, Atreus is already old, so I don't know about that. I think they're going to do time-lapse because you fight you fight Thor and you get hurt real bad. And then they're going to do a time-lapse of Atreus nursing you back to health, and then that's going to explain why Atreus is suddenly a teenager with a deeper voice. Right? Okay, people are responding to my discussion question. Not at all. It depends on what they do with them. They're going to change level design within the realm, I'm sure. Every game has to have some reason that you are not as strong. Okay, that's that. Yeah, that's on the power reset. Yeah, I agree with that. you got to have some kind of a soft reset. They need to expand on those locations at least, says Swagalord. I think God of War Ragnarok is overhyped to the next level. Okay. I don't think they're using old locations to save money or anything. It's going to serve an artistic purpose. I think I agree with that. I think I agree with the fact that they are likely going back to old areas because you're still you're still working within the nine realms. Like you kinda have to. I'll be honest with you, I think they're gonna be head nods. I think they're gonna be head nods to the previous game. You're not gonna spend the disproportionate amount of time like, oh I remember this place, and then suddenly you're gonna hang a right and it's gonna be an all new area. Does that make sense? Like, I think it's going to be more of like a nostalgic head nod. Of like, yep, you've been here before. Okay, we're going left though. We're not, we're, we're, this is a new area over here. We know that you're familiar with this. It'd be like going into a museum and all of a sudden they open up a brand new wing. 
you'd probably go there first, right? You'd be like, well, I'm familiar with the museum. I know what the entrance looks like in each of the different areas, but they just opened up this whole new wing. We're going over here. They already explained why Atreus is older. The end of God of War when Thor Thor shows up, shown to be taking place years later, it doesn't take place right at the end of 2018. Oh, really? They explained that, Sean, that Thor shows up? I I, I didn't think they explained that. I thought they said that was a dream. I think they'll revisit a few locations from the first game simply to emphasize that uh, Fimblewinter is in full effect because it changes everything. Yeah, somebody just said it. Uh, one area is going to be completely changed because it's all going to be frozen over. I thought it was a dream as well. Yeah, I didn't think they said anything about the timing. There's a title card that says years later. Oh, really? It was a dream they did say years later so is it both and it's both a dream and it takes place years later Dark Souls had you return to an old location it was good no problem with me resetting your power is normal in the series says MJ you always had your powers stripped from you and you had to gain new powers to combat the new threat they, do they even establish it? Is he stripped of power at the beginning of God of War 2018? Oh, uh, we just must have had a huge blip. We just jumped by like 50 viewers. That's because a bunch of people had to refresh. I knew something was going on. If you just had to refresh, audio is glitching or buffering or something. I am really sorry that's been happening. That's not me, okay? I just want you all to know. Some people might think, man, this guy's stream sucks. YouTube's just been having some issues lately with live streams, okay? I am sorry that you had to do that. In a story, it can help to revisit where you come from to give context of where you are now. Oh, for sure. And to establish that the world has changed like with the winter effect. Yes. When Atreus dreams, he's seeing into the future, says Trill Troll. Spoiler, it was a dream. It said years later, but Atreus is part giant and they have future-telling abilities. Right, yeah. That's in chat as well. Not a dream, it's a vision. It was a vision. You can't vision how you're going to be in 30 years. You'll be looking the same, even if it's too... Oh, right, Vlad. He's seeing a vision into the future, but he doesn't necessarily see what he's going to look like. He's just kind of standing there looking at what might, what might what's going to take place. Kratos is cursed with the curse of forgetfulness or something like that. You have to return to old and expanded locations to help the curse and then expand your power through the rest of the maps. By the end of the game, you've gotten all of your memories back and it was Odin or Freyda, so you're going after them. Oh, so you think we get cursed with forgetfulness and that's one of that's why they're, that's how they're going to reset our power. Like we don't fight Thor and get beat up. We get cursed and we can't remember what like our powers are and stuff.
I'm replaying all the games except Betrayal. One thing I didn't remember is how Kratos has always been a deep character. Personally, I just remembered him as a cold video game warrior before the 2018 game. Yeah, so it sounds like they were were faithful to the franchise by having him be a deep character in 2018. Kratos is one of the most well-made characters in gaming history. I agree. I think Christopher Judge deserves some credit there. I think he really brought the character to life in a way that is only possible with a super talented voice actor, right? I'm okay. I'm last in Mario Kart. It's reminded me so much of Lona. Lono, can you tag Talica in that? Real King Salty, Talica needs to see that. That is that is freaking perfect. I'm okay. I'm last in Mario Kart. That's amazing. That is amazing. If you guys found my video today on your homepage on YouTube or suggested to you, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for so much for clicking on my video. I hope you've enjoyed the coverage. I am sorry that we are having some of that buffering. Uh, It should settle down very quickly, though. One refresh usually does the trick, so I am sorry some of you had to do that. We are talking about the God of War Ragnarok news with respect to the combat. They outline some really, really good details about the shields, uh, the axe, the chaos blades, verticality, elemental things you can do to your weapons. So definitely encouraged to hear this, especially from Game Informer. Game Informer has a God of War Ragnarok cover story that has not debuted yet. It hasn't debuted and this is almost like a morsel that they felt like, well, we can kick this out. I think the cover story is going to be significant if they were willing to give us this now ahead of the cover story. The scene goes black, says years later, and then we see Thor's scene and we go back to modern day and Atreus says he had a dream and it's insinuated uh, that he saw the scene and we just saw the vision. Okay. Posted on Lono's Tumblr. I remember Tumblr. I wish we had more weapons like old God of War. In God of War 1, Kratos... Uh, does this to himself and in God of War 2 he shows Athena it shows Athena saving him at the last second which is why he starts over God of War 2 into 3 Zeus kills you 2018 Kratos is hiding his power so you start fresh got it he doesn't want people to know where he is okay okay I think we will in Ragnarok you definitely get two different shields you get more than two different shields like, so, I don't know about weapons, but th- listen to what it says here, okay? There are the two shields that they outline. The Dauntless Shield is about quick twitch reactions, and by pairing at the last possible moment, it starts to glow red, and then you can unleash a devastating smash that tosses and stuns enemies. The Stonewell Shield is for tank lovers, and you can't parry when equipped. So you just keep it raised and you just survive barrages. The more hits it takes, the more kinetic energy it absorbs. And once it's fully charged, you can then bang the shield into the ground. So two very different ones like hold it up, dum dum, uh, 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 tank, like dum dum tank. And the other is like finessing parries to get the red charge. Then they said this. Uh, Kratos will have access to other powerful shields, but they warn players not to bite off more than they could chew. So that's just two shields that they're outlining and the the lead designers are saying there's actually more shields that you'll be able to wield as well. 
so that is uh i think that's really encouraging that sounds like some to me that sounds like an extension of listen it wouldn't really feel like god of war if you had a sword and then an axe and then and then the chain blades and then um dual swords or you know, uh, all the different melee weapons that you could think of, they probably were like, it really would be sort of chintzy and it would really cheapen who Thor, I'm sorry, who Kratos is if he was suddenly having, you know, 10 different weapons to choose from. Let's add Mjolnir later in the game. I do think they're going to do that since you can imbue the axe with ice and the, the chaos blades with fire. I think you'll be able to carry Mjolnir and you'll be able to imbue it with lightning. Um, and beyond that, I think they thought, well, if we want build diversity and like variety of weaponry, like maybe maybe say it another way, variety of gear, let's do it with the shield. It's almost like they're able to kind of cheat. It's like, well, we can give you different things that you can do and different build options so you're not constantly switching from like an axe to blades to a spear that would kind of cheapen the type of game that it's supposed to be but we can give it to you with the shields we can give you that sense of build diversity and player volition in those choices that I think is really important in in games like this you want it to feel like you had a different experience than me because of the build that you chose and the things that you chose to invest in and you play a lot you know differently than I do I think that's going to be a common thing as people are going to be, you know, talking about their favorite shields, their favorite builds, their favorite things to do. I do think that's something that really starts to bring a game home. I, I, I saw some of this. I saw some of this with uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I saw people talking about their preferred way of playing, their preferred uh, items that they uh, that they used. What if God of War has 120 FPS mode? That would be awesome. If you guys are just tuning in, YouTube had some blips there and it seems to have stopped. So if you had to refresh, welcome back. Do me a favor if you're enjoying the coverage. We need 50 more likes to hit 400 likes. And I think there might be some newer people in chat now, newer people getting here to hear the God of War Ragnarok news that we got from Game Informer. There'll be more news forthcoming once that cover story finally breaks. I am digitally subscribed to it, so I will be able to bring that information to you once it finally hits. We did have to pivot to this story today. Uh, we We had an Assassin's Creed story for our second stream, and that is not happening now. I think maybe after Ragnarok, the next God of War installment might take place in between 3 and the 2018 version. Don't really know what happened in between those times. I don't think they're going to do that, Chef, because they said that this is the conclusion of the Norse chapter. So I think they're going to go into a new chapter of mythology. They'll leave this behind. Lots of people have been saying we should go to the Egyptian gods. That's been a big, big push. And I think that's a great switch. This game's always going to be associated with winter and snow and for the next game to be Egyptian and desert and sand would be a great great switch up so I actually think that's one of the strongest predictions is that we go Egypt it just it just fits it totally fits to, to pivot from winter snow and ice to desert and sand That's what I think. What about a God of War spinoff, but in the medieval ages? Egypt or China during the Chinese dynasty? Maybe. 
You had Nerman Cestus Gauntlet, the Blade of Exile, Nemesis Whip, and the Claw Hades. These were just weapons with unique abilities. I mean, here's the thing, MJ. I'm actually open to being wrong about this. The way they talked about the triangle button, I think I'm correct. I think you're going to see the two primary weapons and then Mjolnir get added later. I don't think we're going to have like this big this big arsenal of weaponry. I'm open to being wrong on that. If they outline a, a, a video in the Sony Showcase or in the Game Informer article and they're like, we decided to add like seven more weapons. Okay, cool. I mean, I will happily be wrong about that, but the impression that I get, no, they're 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 sticking to small arsenal and each and each item has deep deep pockets and reservoirs of options, abilities and build choices. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like to me. That's what it looks like to me. The devs had a vote between Egyptian and Norse. Norse barely won, so Egypt is the logical next step. Plus, it sets up God of War 2018. Plus, it's set up in God of War 2018. Gotham Knights IGN previews are positive. That means nothing. I think Doom Slayer can take Kratos. Not gonna lie, I want to see Atreus take over the franchise and the game take on a different life. You know what I would rather see, Corey? You know when they did the spin-off Uncharted game with the two girls and it was like 40 bucks? I would love a spin-off game called God of Mischief. I, that'd be sick. Just a little spin-off game, 40, 40 bucks. Could be smaller, but still the same great quality. And it's like a bow. You got a bow. You, you like, it would be completely different combat style. I think that'd be friggin' awesome. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't, like, shatter the idea that, like, God of War and Kratos are going to continue. Like, make it clear that God of War and Kratos will continue, just not in the Norse world. You mean a DLC? Well, no, that's the side game with the two women. What was it called? Lost Legacy? That wasn't DLC. It was a standalone game, and it was quite good. It was quite good. I liked it. They should age Atreus. Tiny Loki's Wonderland. <laughs> yes, yes. Tiny Loki's Wonderlands. Yeah, that's what that's what we need. I tell you what we need. We need 30 more likes. Keep smashing the like button. You guys are the best. Please kill the franchise before making Atreus the main character of the main line. I don't think you could make him the main character, Eugene, but I do think like a $40 side side game would be would be cool. Lost Legacy was a really big game. It really was. I am fully in support of like a $40 side game because I think I think like bow based combat with Atreus could be super duper fun because bow games based and rooted in bow combat can be really, really entertaining like, you know, Forbidden West. So I, I think there's I think there's potential there. Maybe even, maybe even, you know, tap on Gorilla and say, hey, can you help us out here? We want to we want to build a game for Atreus. You know, main character. He says, "Heck no." Blade of Olympus will make an appearance to destroy Asgard's wall. Lost Legacy made me go from not liking the two characters to loving them. So, God of Mischief, I'd be fine with that. Do they call Loki the God of Mischief in Norse mythology, or is that another MCU thing? 
is is he known as the god of mischief in in traditional Norse mythology, or is that something the MCU cooked up for him? Yes, that's what they call him, the trickster god. I think Atreus is going to die, and that's why Kratos leaves and goes to a new land. Bow based combat, frick no. Oh come on. Atreus is already a Norse god. I can see them going on with him with his character already already always has an end and prophesied during Ragnarok in Norse mythology. Oh, I can't see them going on with him. He's the god of mischief in all mythology. Okay. That or the trickster. Okay. I just think god of mischief sounds awesome. Dope shirt, bud. Thank you, Feed. God of war, god of mischief. I just think it sounds great. I think it sounds dope. How do you stop a god? You make them forget who they are. Huh. There's something like deep and philosophical about that. How do you stop somebody from continuing on and being successful? Make them forget who they are. Right? Simba, remember who you are. You know what I'm saying? You gotta remember who you are. It's important. Loki's prophesied to die in Ragnarok. Him and Heimdall are supposed to supposedly kill each other. Isn't Atreus supposed to be older than the World Serpent? Yeah. We got really, like, crazy 9,000 IQ play, and we thought, what if it's all been fake? What if everything that we've been experiencing is is a Loki illusion. And he's tricking Kratos into killing all the gods for him. What if Atreus is the reason that Baldur showed up? Because he knew, he knew that's how he could get Kratos to take him around and do stuff. I don't think that's what's going on, but that'd be a freaking mind job. You'd be like, Say what now? <laughs> like all of a sudden Atreus transforms and he's like, you did everything exactly as I wanted you to. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> From the moment Balder showed up, it was all a part of the plan. I literally couldn't see them going forward as a main character in the franchise and I wouldn't want it either. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think he's strong enough character. Kratos is too good. Hear me out. It's all theory. Atreus dies right before the end, sending Kratos into full rampage right at the climax. In keeping with the Ragnarok theme, we get a DLC later where he plays Atreus during the time lapse. Yeah, maybe. That's big brain 10,000 level stuff right there. I would love that. Yeah. Like, why else would, would Balder say... I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> He's looking for a frost giant. So why would he know that there's a frost giant there? Like a trace, like Loki quite literally could be the one planning, planning the bait. Plant the bait. Get Balder to show up. Then we get to leave. Then I get to manipulate Kratos to go kill all these gods, kill all these people. 
we'll get rid of Thor's sons, we'll get rid of this person and that person, and then, like, now we, now, now Loki gets to usher in Ragnarok, and he gets to get rid of Odin, and he gets to get rid of Thor, and he gets to get rid of whoever else he wants, he just manipulates Kratos in doing it. I'm not saying that's what, what, what they're gonna do, but that'd be a freaking mind job at the end of the game. Like, oh my gosh. The only reason I don't think they would do that is I think it would really irritate people. They'd be like, so when I played through 2018, it was all a lie. I was being I was being tricked. He was looking for Faye. Maybe. Maybe he was looking for Faye. He's looking for a frost giant. Is he looking for Faye? Or is he looking for Loki? Again, it's just fun to tease out the possibility. I don't think they're going to do it. I I think that would rub people the wrong way. I do. I think I think I think they uh they it would rub people the wrong way. They'd be like, "I I don't like that this has all been a trick." He was after the giant warrior. He didn't know who Faye was. I don't think that tracks. He heard stories of someone who killed a whole pantheon of giants, and he's surprised when he see that Kratos just looks normal. He lived with Faye, his mom. No, 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 I know. I know that. I know that. Oh, gods, not giants. Right, right, right. He killed a whole pantheon of gods. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to do it. It's just kind of one of those fun things to think about. Like, what if they absolutely blow your mind at the end and it's been Loki's plan the whole time? He's not as strong as Kratos. So how do you, how do you, how do you defeat Kratos? How does he get out from underneath Kratos' thumb? Very easily. Get Kratos to kill everybody and get it to culminate in a fight where Kratos can't survive. Like... Ushering in Ragnarok, maybe in Loki's mind, will get will will actually destroy Kratos or something. Balder does not know that Kratos is a god, but Odin knows. Balder was looking for a Jotun. Faye was a giantess and the guardian of the Jotuns. Oh, that is a nice looking 502. What are they calling that? An X? Are they calling that the light? Oh, no, no, no. The light speed's the wireless. They're just calling it the X. Yeah, that's pretty. That would be awesome. The first game being a trick. Yeah, I just don't know because there's so many things that happen with with Atreus during the game that would be like, man, was he really experiencing head pain? Was he really experiencing all these different things? You know, he's all like, I've not been sick. He has these lash outs. He's like, that's what you get. You know, he just, he's doing a really good job acting like a little kid who's being overwhelmed by the fact that like he has powers or something. Hearing voices, acting strange. Like, did you say something? And Kratos is like, no. It's like, you know, boy, you're like, you're hearing things. He was about to die and you save him too. Yeah, there's just so many things like when he kills that human, he's all jacked up and 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 Kratos is like close your heart to it. 
I just don't know. So many of those moments would be completely undercut and not genuine. Moments where you think Kratos is going to be gentle and affectionate and he's not. Moments where Atreus is like struggling to come to grips with the fact that he just, you know, killed somebody. It works because Kratos is messed up because of the previous human stuff. Balder knew Kratos killed the Greek gods. He hints at it in his first fight. He wanted Kratos because he wants to break Freya's curse. Oh, he he wants somebody strong enough to kill him. He basically wants to die. He says as much in the final fight. Yes, finally. It'd be the perfect way for a a mischievous god to trick a god killer. Prey on his previous family drama. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys are just tuning in, the God of War Ragnarok news that broke in a Game Informer article was about the God of War Ragnarok combat. We outlined a lot of the updates and things that they're doing. If you'd like a recap, you could rewind to the beginning of the stream or just ask me in chat. Uh, If you hit subscribe, you can talk in the chat, and I'm happy to give you a recap. I don't want to do the recap just in case people are coming in that were already here or already heard it. Uh, We've been having some fluctuations, so I just want to make sure if new folks are coming in that we, we let them know what's going on. This is a live stream. We've been streaming for almost two hours. Boulder thought Kratos was a giant. It was Freya and Mimir hinted his previous life. Didn't Balder come looking for the boy in the beginning of the game? I just don't know. I like that's what I'm saying is that is that if if Oh Young did a video about Last of Us? We've, I've got to start doing reaction content. we got to start ending early enough so I can do it. There's so many good videos coming out, so many things. Your stream looks good on my 13 Pro. Nice. It's what we wanted. New combat, shiny improved graphics. Uh, don't see them missing. According to some Game Informer story, Freya and Thor are the main antagonists. I could see Thor being being an empty suit though, and we fight Thor once we get to Asgard. And that draws out that draws out Daddy. Odin comes out. Like Thor is Thor's nothing. He's there the whole time. He's center stage. But he's he's not the he's not the real bad. I I bet you I bet you he is, but then all of a sudden it's like, oh shoot, we just killed Thor. Here comes Daddy Odin. Now we're in real trouble. From the God of War fandom wiki, Balder answers to Odin's call to hunt down the Jotun Guardian, one of the two remaining Jotnar in Midgard who had been foiling the Asir's plans for some time. With the sudden disappearance of the protection spell of the Wild Woods, Balder decided to investigate, eventually finding the cabin where the Guardian lived. 
mistaking the Guardian's husband, Kratos, for the actual Jotun Guardian. Balder confronts him, who in turn thought Balder knew of him as one of the Grecian deities, specifically their second god of war after Ares. Unbeknownst to Balder, the Guardian had died mere days before and had been cremated minutes prior to his arrival. So according to the fandom wiki, he's looking for Freya. I'm, I'm sorry, he's looking for Faye. According to the wiki, according to the fandom wiki, he, he, he was looking for Faye. He was looking for Kratos' wife. And he thinks it's Kratos because he's the one that answers the door. And he's clearly not like a normal person. He's doing it on Odin's orders. He also seems to have his own agenda, though. Like, he wants to die. You think he's willing to do it because he's hoping that in the process he could he could die? Game Informer digital issue featuring God of War Ragnarok has arrived. Start reading now on your smartphone. I got this an hour ago. It looks like we're going to have to... Uh, it looks like we're going to have to kick this to... Yeah, we'll have to kick this to tomorrow. There's too, There's going to be too much information. We're too deep in the show. So all the information that's in here... We'll have to uh, we'll have to cover this tomorrow. I got my digital issue like literally forty five minutes ago. There's no way I can like disseminate all the information and give you a a good a good a good capture. I'll, I'll have to do that later. Members only preview. I can't show it to you. That would be I think that would get me in big big trouble. So I can't do that. I have to read it and pull the pieces out and tell it to you. I can't show it to you. And I can't cannibalize tomorrow's show either because members make up a good portion of our audience every day. Not that you like wouldn't tune in tomorrow, but I don't want to be... We got to be really, really careful. When news is a little thin, we can't cannibalize shows. Like when something hits and people want to talk to me about it, I'm like, yeah, we got to kick that to tomorrow, guys. Sorry. Will September be better for Sony Newswise? Yo, it's good, Sebastian. Do you think or wonder if the Greek gods will be in the game? Won't be surprised if they will. Where is she? Yeah, that's what he's doing. He's there. He's there asking that question. Batman. He wanted to fight Kratos because he has a protection put on him by his mother where he cannot be hurt. And he was hoping that this fight would make him feel pain again. I also thought that Balder knows the location because of the tree you cut down. Those marked by Fay, So it broke the spell she had up. And that's why Atreus mentions the forest feels different. Yes. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm hearing The Last of Us remake is scoring lower than the older game. Uh, last I saw it had an 89 which isn't bad it seems that Metacritic is is most of the low scores are taking off points because of the price which I said yesterday I said that the price was going to be a problem I, I 
I don't know. I feel like it's at an 88 now. I feel like that's a feather in my cap. I said, I think they should have charged 50 or 60 for this. I think that $70 price point's gonna gonna be a, it's gonna hinder the review scores. You can only sell the game at full price so many times, especially when the price of is one of the higher of the two. Yeah, if you're going to be the market leader for a video game price increase, I don't think a good time, a, a good product to, to use that on, I don't think a good product to use that on is a remake. You know what I'm saying? People are already raising their eyebrow and questioning whether or not they, you know, questioning whether or not they should be charging 70. So I don't think a good use of the price increase is to remake. This is obviously a big carryover from yesterday. So I don't want to, I don't want to spend a bunch of time on this. We debated this a bunch yesterday. If you want to see my points and my, my thoughts on it, I, you know, you've watched the stream from yesterday. call it the definitive version of the game and then give it a 6 yeah that's just kind of stupid other games usually put remakes at least like 10 less than full seems to be the go to go fairly well yeah I'm not saying that those reviews are justified I just said I kind of saw this coming like I knew I knew it was going to be a challenge. We need 5 more likes for 400 likes. Let's let's I don't want I don't want to get bogged down in this. Let's let's land this stream well and have it still be about Ragnarok. Okay? Let's let's kind of keep it on that. A $10 tip from Smashville. His familiar relations attest to this. His father is the giant uh Fabadi his mother is Laufey. The meaning of Laufey now could be goddess or giantess. I'm not sure what you're talking about Smashville. Are you talking about Kratos or or who are you talking about? Thank you for the ten dollar tip, by the way. Um, here's the thing. It sounds like they're really going to give us a lot of build diversity, a lot of choices, right? When you have this much build freedom with the shields that they've outlined and the different things that you can equip and the different attacks and everything, for you personally, does this promote replays? in-game adjustments or choice paralysis like which of those three do you do you experience maybe the most do you feel like you want to make on-the-fly changes and really experiment do you feel like well this will be great on a replay or do you feel almost choice paralysis where do you kind of land I land more on choice paralysis because I kind of get myself to where I like how my character feels and I kind of stay there 
I end up not doing the on-the-fly changes and updates and tweaks to my build. I I say, well, let's let I, I like what I have. Oh, you're talking about Loki having his father is a giant and his mother is a goddess or a giantess. I don't choose on the fly. Once I get comfortable with weapons and skills, I usually use that throughout. God of War is going to have thousands of permutations. Right, there's going to be so many different ways to build and play. God of War Ragnarok will be like God of War 2, expanding on what made the first one great plus more. I love games like Devil May Cry. I want that in everything. Give me options. It depends on how many choices there are, says Von Raz. I definitely, I definitely feel that that choice paralysis. I'm like, I, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to choose. You know, I, I like what I have. I don't know if this is going to be any better. I've got to use it for a while to make it stronger. I've been playing Returnal with my wife in the evenings, and I've been intentionally forcing myself to use other weapons because some of them get really, really strong when they get certain unlocks, and the challenges, the daily challenges, really showcase that. And I'm forcing myself to do it. But generally speaking, when I play a game like that, I grab certain weapons that I know I love. Right? The hollow, what's the hollow seeker? The carbine. I want that. I want that familiarity and that speed. It's a shame that you can't do the daily challenges in Returnal until you beat the first biome boss. I'm going to have to beat the first biome boss either for my wife. Well, it might count it for her when she beats it with me. I'm going to actually see if that works. If that opens up the daily challenges for her or not, because then I can get her ether and me ether on a daily basis, so we have some for our nightly, you know, play sessions. I think it's about experimenting. Hollow Seeker with Portal, yeah, that's freaking busted. That's really strong. The Portal, the Portal scared me the first time it showed up. I was like, "What the freak is that?" I think it's about experimenting. Says Infinite. Most things don't do more damage, but it's about how you express it. I think of it like a third-person fighter, like combos. Siege Master says, I typically settle or focus on a certain stat, and I look to max that stat out. Typically, I look for high burst damage and survivability after that. Enemies can't hurt you if they're dead. Right. Do do quick damage to, to, to thin. I, I think that's a good strategy sometimes in games like this, because that quick damage is going to help you thin the herd, which is detrimental to surviving. What's up, Reforge? What's good, Kenneth? DPS, right? Go 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 heavy on dips. Go heavy on dips because you you want them to die fast. Just a step away from glass cannon. I definitely don't like being glass cannon. I want to be more of a tank cannon. Like I want to be survival. I want to have good survival, but I also want to do a ton of damage. A 13 month milestone for English O gets the green badge for the whole year. I was going to tell a joke about paper, but decided. It was too terrible. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. I love those guys that sit on the dock and each tell each other a dad joke. I think my favorites are the one where they don't keep it together and they laugh. I think those are my favorites. They've created a good vibe where like most of the time they don't laugh but sometimes they do. So you watch every single one to see, are they going to laugh this time? It's, re- it's, re- it's really, really good. What's good, Geek to Sneak? 
Shake my head. I'm out. Return on PC when? I know, right? Returnal is going to absolutely crush it on PC. I think the PC audience is going to absolutely love that game. They're going to love it. They really are. Can't wait to see if Thor is a lot bigger than Kratos, right? Ralph just changed my mind. The Last of Us Weirdos should pay 70. Stay back, boy. Stay back, boy. I'm just going to ask them a question. <laughs> ask them a question. Dad. <laughs> boy. 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 Read it, boy. 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 You are not ready, boy. Tire is definitely bigger than Kratos. Well, yeah, the one guy, the guy who freaking stands up and is like twice as tall. There'll be a Returnal 2. Not anytime soon. Not anytime soon. Who did that Reddit breakdown? They do more than tech. Tech, very little to do with it. Check out the Digital Foundry. Here's a breakdown. Oh, they're doing a breakdown of more than the tag. He just went through how the the improvements changed the delivery and tone of the story. I'll buy that. Tears pronounced tear. Sorry, I said tire. (laughs) Tire, like a tire swing. Did Returnal develop a save type feature for the game? Yes, they did. And I don't think you can exploit it. Can you use the save feature for a co-op run? I don't think you can in Returnal. That's going to be a huge bummer for my wife and I when we have a good run and get really far. Like, we play in the evening, and I'm not going to stay up till 1 in the morning for a Returnal run. You know, a good run can turn into multiple, multiple hours. I knew his name was pronounced Tear as well. Like, I just literally just read it phonetically. I was like, oh, I tire. Yeah, Sifu will beat the snot out of you. I didn't I didn't like Sifu. You can upload your save to the cloud and save your progress on a single player run. Might be exploitable on PC. Oh, I'm sure it'll be exploitable on PC. I tried to pick up a couple of the P- PS5 restock and it sold immediately. I think the price hike did not affect much. Certainly not. Sifu was great. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of worried about that. Like, my wife and I have been playing, you know, enjoying playing Returnal together, and I'm pretty concerned that we're finally, we're going to have, like, beating the first biome is our goal right now, and that's going to be really fun. And then, like, beating biome 2 and 3, 
I think we'll get to a point where like we're good enough to do that like we'll get good guns and really get our bearings but like actually having a full run where we beat the game I just don't know if it'll be possible because it just it, it takes so long the day that I beat Returnal is a five hour stream like it's an it's an epic stream it really is 100% Returnal on PC will get a save mod Last of Us remake scores are put. Sony exclusive stuck at 88. Metacritic across the board. I'm be honest with you. I don't care about Metacritic anymore. You know that thing's going to get review bombed as soon as the user scores open up. As soon as those user scores open up, that thing's going to get bombarded with zeros. I trust Steam. I trust Steam. There's no saves on Returnal. No, there's a save feature now. You can't exploit it, but there's a save feature now. You can walk away and come back later. They they put that there's an up there was an update a while ago. You 100% can save. Let's say you beat biome one, you move on to biome two, and you get about a halfway through it, and you're like, oh frick, I gotta go. I'm gonna be late for work. You can 100% save that run. Yeah, you suspend the cycle. Can you suspend a co-op cycle? Returnal's most recent major update introduced a spend cycle feature, which lets players pause their cycle and continue it later. It means players can exit the game and turn off their console fully without losing progress during a session, something that wasn't possible before. Now, someone's saying, can you suspend state in campaign online co-op? If you suspend, the host will return to where they left off, but the online connection will be severed, so the joining scout will not be there still. If they join back, they will start with the pistol, and none of the equipment or artifacts or consumables they had before. I don't think they can join back. I don't think you can join. My wife disconnected the other night, and it wouldn't let her rejoin me. Can she, Wait, could she have rejoined me by going to the invite and re-accepting it? Because she couldn't rejoin me. She got disconnected somehow and like she just could, she couldn't get back in. Metacritic is trusted for the critics because you can see all the critics' scores and you can judge why the score is what it is. Well, well, Returnal losing the rogue features for the sake of accessibility. I don't think it's... I don't think you're losing the, ro- the rogue feature. You, you, you can't... You can't avoid permadeath. I don't think you need a rogue to be like, listen, you either sit down and have six hours to play or get the frick out. Like a really good returnal run to beat the entire game. You shouldn't need five hours to do that. That I don't think that's accessibility. I think that that's reasonable to be like, listen... I love your game, but I just beat Biome 3, and I gotta take a break. I'm doing great. I have one life. I I have a good kit. Right? I'm asking, not stating. Right. I think, okay, if anybody were to state that that's a a rogue feature, I would dispute that and say, no, 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 no. That's not a rogue feature. As long as you cannot exploit it, like, run in the room, oh, shoot, I'm having a bad time with this boss, better close the game and reopen it so I can start over, then yes, I would say that's a huge mistake. But as soon as you reload 
you lose you lose the save you suspend it and as soon as you pick it back up that's it you'd have to suspend it again but you can't suspend it in the middle of a fight my worry about a save feature is that what that's what people would do they'd get outside of the boss room and save it they'd run in and they'd have a bad start and they'd be like oh this is this isn't going to go well you know when you're probably going to die and they would just they would just force quit the game and then they'd reload the save. It would take all the intensity away. Well, you can't do that because the minute you resume the cycle, you—that's it. You, you can't. You—you—that's it's gone. The save is now gone. You're, you're back in the game. So you go in and you start fighting the boss and you force quit the game. Pfft, you just lost your run, buddy. There's no suspended cycle anymore. Hotel Basement on the Lou remake will be terrifying and epic. Have to play on Grounded, though, so you only have bricks and glass bottles against a horde of infected. Wasn't clear on it. Yeah, I was, from the very beginning, Creature, I was 100% against the save feature because I was like, listen, I understand the frustration, but you're going to take so much away from the game because as soon as you sense that the run's going sour on you, you could just like hide in a corner and force quit the game. Most of the bosses, you could like tuck in and have enough time to like bloop, bloop, exit the game and then just reload the save. And that would fundamentally ruin the game. One of the beauties of the game is your heart is literally pounding out of your chest because you're like, this is it. I either win or I lose. When I was fighting the final boss in Returnal, I I can't tell you... You, you can't bottle what that feels like. You can't. You just you simply cannot bottle it. Everything's on the line. Everything. And knowing in the back of my mind, if this turns sour on me, I'll just reload a save. That would frick the whole thing up. The whole emotional cocktail would, would disappear into thin air. Like vapor. You wouldn't feel anything. You'd be like, got yeah, bad run, reload the save. Anybody who plays Returnal that way on PC doesn't, you're not beating the game. That's not gatekeeping. That's the facts. If you, if you, if you, if you reload save and you save exploit on PC in Returnal, I, you didn't beat the game. I'll tell you that right now. No respect. No respect. And I guarantee you there'll be plenty of people that do that. And you're a cheater that you didn't beat the game. Anybody could beat that game if when they start to have a bad run in a boss, they reload a save. Like, that's not hard at all. Like, the bosses are challenging enough, but they're not so challenging that, like, if you keep reloading a save, you'd beat every, you could beat every biome boss with garbage, with a garbage kit, with enough time. You just have to keep trying. You can exploit it with a cloud save on PlayStation. Yeah, if anybody's exploiting cloud save and that's how they're beating Returnal, they didn't beat Returnal. They're a cheater because that's not how that you're you're literally taking away what makes the game hard. You might as well just turn on God mode and be like, "I beat it." No, you didn't. Why even play at that point? I mean, some people probably just want to experience it. I could see somebody beating it legitimately and then cloud save exploiting to beat it the uh, the extra times to get the story. I wouldn't have a problem with somebody doing that. Like, I'm not going to get mad at them. Like, they beat the game legitimately and now they just want the story stuff. Okay, fine. But don't come to me and tell me you beat Returnal if you save exploited because you didn't. You didn't beat the game. 
you 100% cheated. You might as well just watch the gameplay on YouTube. Can we play it on PC? You'll be able to play Returnal on PC eventually. The, the Steam database has already shown it. Like, it's already in there. It's ready to go. It, well, the game's not ready to go, but it's got placeholders. Yeah, Siege, if you want to save Scum after beating the game because you just want all those story elements, dude, I don't care. You do you, boo-boo. But if you've never beat the game and you start save scumming, you didn't beat the game. That, that's There's no other way to say it. That's just straight-up cheating. The entire, like, the entirety of the game's difficulty rests on the fact that, like, you either beat it or you don't. You either make it work with the kit that you're dealt or you don't. You get to retry eight times. Gee, many Christmas. I could have beat that game the first time I played it if I did that. Oh, this fight's going sideways on me. Quit. Load save. It would have been a joke of a game. Because you learn such valuable lessons, and then you could apply those lessons right away, and you would know, oh, this attack, this attack, this attack, and you would have, like, you'd have fights finessed so quickly. It completely changes the fabric of the game. Great shows today. I've had a great time. Thank you, Speedster. Thank you. Cheater detected. I honestly think people would accept that. They would say, listen, I know I basically cheated, but I, I liked the game's I liked the game's gameplay loop enough and the story enough that I felt like this was the way I was gonna be able to enjoy it. As long as you own the fact that you didn't legitimately beat the game, I don't give a frick. Right? I think most people that would do that would be like, listen, I, I know I didn't beat it legitimately, but I thought the combat felt great, I thought the environments and music were good, and I just wanted to experience those things. I wouldn't hold that against them. Like, that's fine. As long as you own the fact that you didn't beat it legitimately, then I don't give a rip. But don't come to me and tell me that, oh yeah, I beat the game too if you say if you save scummed. Because, no, you didn't. Boss in level 3 was so hard. I had one artifact that literally made me unbeatable in the boss level 3 fight. I had the thing where when you get low health, you start healing. He couldn't kill me. He His damage cycles could only do enough damage to me to make me weak to proc healing. So he might, he might have nicked me once or twice, and then everything would reset, and I would get all the way back to him. And by the time I got back to him, I had healed up. I literally had, like, that artifact is god tier. It's unbelievable. Especially for fights where the damage of the enemy uh, of the boss is spaced out. And that boss in particular, his damage cycles are really spaced out. The first time I faced him, I beat him. I had never seen him before. I didn't watch a single guide video. And the first time I got in there, I beat him. Because his damage cycles were so spread out, even if he hit me, it would just trigger, oh, you're weak enough, you need to heal. I remember specifically because Eugene told me to buy it. He's like, buy that. Oh my gosh, buy that. It's so freaking good. I was like, really? He's like, trust me, trust me. I was like, okay. So I bought it, and it quite literally kept me... It, ma- it made me practically invincible in the final fight. It's like he he couldn't he couldn't do enough damage to me. Beat first try. I didn't beat the game first try. I beat the third biome boss 
my first try. I didn't beat Biome 3 first try, but the first time I ever got to him, I beat him. It took me, I don't even know, four or five tries to beat Biome 3. Most of the times I got to Biome 3, I died because that was when it was overtuned and a little too hard. They did tone it down. The description doesn't sound like it should be good. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't, but it's busted good. It's like, if your integrity gets so weak, you start healing. As a viewer, Lono just steamrolling through Biome 4 and 5 was so unsatisfying. (laughs) I did. I did. The first time I ever played Biome 4 and the first time I ever played Biome 5, I beat him. It took me three tries, I think, to beat... What is it? What's what's the one with the organ? Is that Biome 3? That's probably considered Biome 4. It took me two or three tries on Biome 4, but I beat that boss first try as well, I think. I think. I think the first time I got to him, I beat him. I was overwhelmed by the music. It was, it was like my eyes were watering. I felt this euphoric sense of, of beauty and fear at the same time. It was... It, you... you it, you almost can't even put into words what that biome does to you as a player. Like, if you're thoroughly enjoying bi- that biome with the organ, if you're thoroughly enjoying that biome, that music hits, and the organ is swelling, and you're working your way up to the boss fight, and you get into that room, it's almost religious. It almost It's almost like a spiritual experience. It's unbelievable. The music is so good, and the environment in the fight is so good, and yet you're still you're you're terrified. You don't want to die. Lono and that biome need to get a room. It's the fight. It's the fight in the music. It is. It's it's better than drugs, baby. That fight it, it it'll take you to somewhere else. It was so phenomenal. Because when when you piece together the melody because she says what she says, when she says, don't fear the reaper, she says, don't fear the reaper. You're like, it's such a mind job. You're like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I get it now. And then you're advancing and you're advancing. And then you get to that next room and you start to wind your way up and you're hearing that you're like what is happening and you get in that room and the music's just all over the place it's almost dissonant there's a weirdness there's a tonal oddity to it and yet it's beautiful and you are like I'm gonna die (laughs) I'm gonna die (laughs) oh my gosh it's un it's unreal it's almost it's almost impossible to rectify that it's almost impossible to rectify that what's this what's this short oh yeah you guys want to see me beat him let's 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 be indulgent here i'll give you sound and then everything my reaction to beating biome 3 is un is unbelievable Here you go. Okay. It's a short on our Reacts channel. Yes! First try. Holy frick. That healing while you're low kept me... I was invincible. I was practically invincible, baby. No more... 
shadow. There's a lot on the Man. line. Man! Biome 3! Suck it! Oh my gosh! The problem too is, is that that boss is so great. That boss is so... Oops, wrong scene. That boss is so great. Got lucky there. No, I, well, I didn't get lucky. Uh, the... That boss is so great, and the biome was so imbalanced. It was so imbalanced. Like, I know they changed the biome, and people feel like, oh, you didn't really beat the OG biome. Like, Eugene will give me crap about that from time to time. He's half serious, half joking. But, like, it was so overtuned and overbaked. Like, the, the, the Biome 2's boss was a joke compared to Biome 3. Like, an astronaut in Biome 3 was stronger than the boss in Biome 2. It was like, it was so imbalanced. It's like, let me get this straight. I worked my way all the way to the end of Biome 2 and I beat the boss, right? And then I get to Biome 3 and like a normal mini boss is twice the strength of the pre... Like, I was getting two-shot by astronauts. There were like these weird astronaut guys that would show up and it was like, I was getting two shot by him. Like they were taking me down so low, so fast. I'm like, that this the boss I just beat didn't kill me this fast. The last boss was the easiest. I think they intentionally made the last boss the easiest. I I don't think they wanted you to get all that way and get your freaking teeth kicked in. I think the last boss is more of a celebration of everything that the game has done up to that point. It's not meant to be hyper challenging. I could tell when I was in that final fight. I was like. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. You're you're let you're letting me have an easy win as sort of a reward of making it this far. I don't I think that's all it's totally it's totally on purpose. I always ran past those guys. I don't think you can always run past them. Don't you have in some rooms you have to beat them. You sound like a Dark Souls player. <laughs> you play Dark Souls games? I just run past those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just totally run past them. They're not worth the trouble. Yo, what's good, feed? Dope shirt. Thank you, sir. Classical tones make me uneasy. You can if you want. I don't know. I feel like some of the rooms lock down and you can't just run through. I'm not saying all the time, but I'm saying I'm fairly certain there are times in Returnal that you can't be like, oh, I don't want to fight these guys. I'm just going to jet. I don't, I don't think you can always do that. Very sad right now. My local Walmart has a Series X in stock right now. I don't have the extra money to buy it. Ah. Oh. That sucks. It's like when you go to the shop in the game and they have an amazing item and you don't have enough money to get it. Have you and your wife been playing the tower mode? You can't play the tower mode co-op. You can only play the main the main campaign co-op. We've gotten to biome one boss three times and each time we've gotten closer. The first time we got him to his second phase... The second time, we almost got in the third phase, and last night, we got him to his third phase and got him down to about half health. 
It was my fault. I messed it up. I had a great kit and I had adrenaline at three and we both, well, we both had astronauts. She had lost her astronaut in a fight that was, it was, it was a tough one. It wasn't really her fault. It was one of those rooms where suddenly a mini boss appears and he was a total jerk. And so she lost her astronaut in a, in an earlier fight, which kind of sucked because if she would have had her astronaut, we would have been all right. And then I got hit real early in the fight. So I lost my adrenaline. So, Biome 3 does not have mandatory lockdown rooms. I think, you know what, I think you're right. That's a Biome 1 thing. Biome 1 does the lockdown rooms. Biome 2 is open, like pretty much open space the whole time. And then Biome 3, I never thought to be like, oh, there's an astronaut, let me get the frick out of here. I'm just going to run to the boss. You know what's funny is, I think there were people telling me that's how they beat Biome 3 before it got patched. They were like, I just run through. I don't fight anything. You're strong enough to beat the, you're strong enough to beat the Biome 3 boss, usually after a successful Biome 2 run, you're strong enough to beat Biome 3's boss, because Biome 3's boss, all you have to do is get to the platforms and you can probably survive. Again, I had an artifact that kept me alive. I probably would have lost that fight without it, but still. PC will get the co-op tower modded in for sure. Yeah, that'll change on PC right after save. Yeah, yeah. They'll definitely modify that right quick. They'll modify it right, right quick. Uh, if you guys would like to, um, right now, right now, we are going to be switching gears and most of the people that stayed are very loyal. If you guys want to give some memberships, a lot of the names in chat that don't have a badge that don't have a joystick, let's call this operation joystick. I think that sounds cooler. Let's get some joysticks to people in chat. They've stayed. We lost a ton of people, I think because YouTube was having some issues, but we also got off topic, so it was kind of two two things at once. Um, and that happens sometimes. Usually near the end of the day, we start to get off topic. But the people that stay here are our active community members, and they don't leave just because the subject changes. Why don't we give some members, get some of these people, let's get Operation Joystick going and bring them with us to some members-only content. Uh, I'm going to schedule it now. It's going to be a members only Wednesday stream, and uh, let's let's bring let's bring some people with us. The, the 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 gifted members take a second to get claims now, so I'm going to give you guys a little bit of time to do it if you'd like. We can bring some of these fe- these people with us that have been engaged in the conversation and kind of keeping things going. We are setting our sights on a 1500 member goal. Let's say that you're not a member and you want to become one don't just wait on the gifteds consider jumping in for five bucks we do an extra talk show every day uh for members we do an extra talk show every day for members and this is a this is a a a great way to end the day here with this community we also have a members only discord you get you get in there and you can hang out with the community when i'm not live find people to play games with um, and also get notified. If you're in there, you will get notified anytime we're going live or doing anything. Um, there we go. It's saved. So that's scheduled. Let me set up the redirect. I just like rewarding people that kind of hang with us uh, and, and stay with us till the end of the day. Um, let me check something. 
Remember, if you wiggle your joystick more than three times, yes, right. <laughs> Stop it. Um, okay. Get on the sticks. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, that is the wrong. Okay. The boss we just saw was Nemesis. Oh, like in that biome. Yeah, the organ, the organ boss is is probably my my favorite boss in almost any any game. What happens if you experience stick drift for more than four hours? All right, I'm gonna lead by example. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna start us off with a five a group of five. I'm gonna start us off with a group of five. We had a merch, we had a merch thing come through from Teespring bunch of merch orders that were real old there we go get those claimed if you can't claim them or for whatever reason you're not getting them you may need to go and click on the join button and click the three dots and then go to your gift options turn it off and back all the way out and go back in and turn it on you may need to do that you literally click the join button or like the member button Uh, you click the dollar sign and then the member button get in there and click those three dots turn on your gifted option if it's already on turn it off and save it and back out and then go back in and turn it on let's get these five gifted claim favorite boss here I thought it was Madam Butterfly yeah that was a bit of a cool moment though where everything clicked for me on Madam Butterfly that was the moment where I was like I'm gonna beat Sekiro I knew I knew after I beat Madam Butterfly, I was like, I'm going to beat this game. And then I got to Ishin or Ishin, and I was like, maybe not. Maybe I'm not going to be able to beat this game. It might not be good enough, you know? Always a, uh, there's breaking point sometimes in games, and I feel like Sekiro's got a pretty strong one. Like, it's pretty, pretty strong breaking point. Konami says it will announce a new game from a series loved around the world at TGS. Oh boy. Here comes Silent Hill. There it is. Rekadek gets uh, one of them. One of them. There's four more left to claim. Claim all those memberships. We had some very generous people here today. Dan's Atastic and Abe and Smashville. Am I forgetting anybody that gifted today? You want a Sekiro too? Oh gosh. There's a part of me that does and there's a part of me that doesn't because if a Sekiro 2 comes out, I would be obligated to beat it and I know that it'd be freaking hard. How to claim? If you're on mobile, there might not be an option to claim. You should see an option in chat to allow gifts. If you don't see that option, you may want to come to the, the, the stream on a normal browser and then click allow gifts. You might have to click on the actual join button and then you click the three dots, right? If you're in chat right now, let me show you how to do it. Let me show you how to do it. So imagine you're watching the stream right here, okay? You click the join button. You get this menu to pop up, right? There we go. McDavid got one. And then up here, there's three dots. And you go to gift settings, and you turn this on. If it's already on, turn it off, back all the way out, and then go back in and turn it on. Also, check for this. I'm getting a 20% off first month membership promo where I get a dollar off. So actually, 
Look at that. You could get a gaming tier 2 for like 12 bucks and get in on all the extras for tier 2 members. See if you have a promo. Consider becoming a member and when you click the button there might be a promo there for you for like a first time for like a first time buy. Let's see if we can't get these other 3 claimed and then we will uh, we'll head over to members only. Let's see if we can't get them claimed. If not, they may get emailed to people. That's a great incentive to be here as often as you possibly can. Uh, th- th- the more loyal you are, the more likely you are to get a gifted membership. Sometimes they don't get claimed in chat. They actually get emailed to people. We had a guy come in just yesterday and say that. He got an email saying, hey, somebody gifted you a membership. There's two more. Sprinting Snail, Draxorgar. All right, that's four of the five. There's one more left. And then we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna skedaddle. I'm going to go ahead and publish uh, the member's post. And then I'll tweet it as well. Actually, let me check something. I wonder if anybody's even clicking on these tweets when we do members only. Four? I guess that's enough. There it is. Recon got it. This is F Twitter. Enough people. Enough people. Enough people still use it and click. You know? We tell people to get in the Discord or follow on Twitter. My mind is blown. Whoever calls us a remaster is either extremely ignorant or blind. Yeah, more and more videos are coming uh gonna come out. Uh oh, Jack Septic Eye, the YouTube issues get worse. Oh boy. All right, I'm going to put a link in chat. We're going to head over. You guys that just got memberships, come with us. You're welcome, Recon. You're welcome, everybody that got one. Come with us. All right? A bunch of people got memberships today. All right. Well, if you clicked on this, it's a Wednesday members-only stream. You might not have been here and you're watching the VOD. That's a great reason To turn on notifications, check that community tab. That's where I ping you on YouTube. I also ping people in the Discord, so it's a great reason as a member to get into our Discord. Our Discord's basically members only. Uh, It's a great way to not miss out on content. I'm going to end the previous stream about God of War and bring people over. We're doing what we call now Operation Joystick, giving people those joysticks, giving people those badges to bring them into the members only content. And if we have, we have a huge goal. So if you're watching this and you want to help with the goal, we have a goal of 1,500 members before Friday. And that means we have to play uh, genital jousting for a Friday.